Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Tonight, we will be playing a one-shot written by Sean Little, and he will also be running the game for us. Uh, it's set in 1965 in Yosemite National Park. So, without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Sean? Hi, everyone. Um, could you each introduce yourself, just your name and what your job is, and uh, I'll go from there. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm Henry Hodges. I am a wildlife biologist. Name's Ranger Carl Poscheck. And, well, I guess I already said it there, but I'm a park ranger. Hey, uh, how you doing? Um, I'm uh, Ranger Dewey Dunn. I'm originally from Nova Scotia, and uh, I'm the junior ranger here at uh, Yosemite National Park. Yeah. Hello, I'm Dr. Sheldon Robertson. I'm a biologist here in Yosemite, and I was looking at bears until I was rudely called off to some other thing. All right. Thank you. bears. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, Mr. Hodges and Dr. Robertson, you are, as mentioned, off in the southern part of Yosemite. It's the summer. Uh, it hasn't really got super busy yet, so it's a perfect time for you to go off and do some uh, you know, wildlife surveys or checking out some information on the bear population and some other miscellaneous things, just general jobs you're doing at this time of year. And you do get notification that the rangers uh, near, White, near White Wolf Lodge, uh, they've asked for you to come and be present because there are some reports of some strange sightings of animals, things that, uh, you know, didn't quite jive with the rangers and they thought, you know, we've got a couple of biologists doing some work here. I mean, I might as well have them come up near your bosses, give you permission to do that. Uh, Ranger Carl, Ranger Dewey, you, you were doing your regular patrols, your usual stuff, getting ready for the, the busy summer season. A lot of hikers coming in. There's always people doing fishing this time of the year. Uh, just the lodges aren't full, but there's enough people that, uh, you know, you got your hands full here and there. It's just about the weekend. You're just about to be taking off uh, after a couple of weeks straight to constant work, a little bit of break here and there. And these reports come in. And uh, it's just the, the guy at the lodge, the, the fellow who's running it, he says, could you guys just come and wait? We've got a couple of uh, biologists who are doing some surveys coming in. And they, they say, look, if you all get together, we give you the information. But really, people are seeing creatures that don't make any sense. I mean, these, these reports, I mean, normally we just ignore them because you get a couple drunk fishermen saying, we saw a fish this big. And, and they, they expect it to be crazy. Or you got some guy having a tall tail about the grizzly the size of a house. That's reasonable stuff. But when you got people talking about black mountain lions, like, like jungle cats, doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So they've called you in, you're sitting there waiting. And as you're waiting, a little Jeep-type vehicle pulls up, and uh, the two biologists hop out. They see you. You're waiting for them. Talk it through, guys. Ranger check. Ranger Dunn, how you guys doing? How you doing there, Mr. Hodges? You called us? Hey. Yeah, yeah, we had some, uh, we had got a, we had some, some uh, issue uh, with the, the folks that have been sharing some, seeing some, some funky-looking animals out in the, uh, out in the park. 
Hmm. Funky like, how? I mean, something, something really strange. I mean, obviously you're calling us, but yeah, people, like black, black mountain lions. We've that's, even heard people. Black mountain lions. That's really yeah. strange. Black huh. mountain lions. We've even heard snakes as big as boats. You know? No. Yeah. Come on. You guys are pulling our legs. Jaguars and monkeys. I mean, we're we're yeah. hearing it all out not here. Not this. Yeah, not this far north. There's no monkeys in North America. That we know of. Well, unless you're counting Sasquatch, but uh, hey. nobody's <laughs> been able to find Sasquatch. It's not yeah. going wood that we haven't ran into that fella out here, huh? Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. I, 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 I can't believe that. All right. The, the Black Mountain, you say a Black Mountain lion. Yeah, that was the, that was the latest... Uh, uh, sighting. Well, that's kind of unusual. Unless maybe it was just the trick of the light. Maybe the light was hitting it wrong. And yeah, so it turned a, a line black. Well, you know, shadow, shadow or something made it look dark. Dark. In that's a big shadow. We got lasers and some spray paint. <laughs> we got El Capitan and Half Dome. They cast a big shadow. So where was this? So, uh, what do you want us to do? Would we have um, would we have knowledge of like where the most recent sightings and all that stuff were? No, you were just called and asked very recently. You've given very brief information over the radio. The lodge manager Alphonse, he's mm -hmm. in the lodge. He's, he's waiting for you guys to come in. He's got some coffee ready and some sandwiches, and he's ready to talk it through with you. Oh, Alphonse! Alphonse wants to talk to us, huh? All right, let's find what this says. Probably some hysterical pregnant woman thinking that she sees something. And... Hey, Coral, do you think he's going to have some bear claws in there? <laughs> you know what? It's, pretty, uh, it's a pretty good one there, Dewey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys have been rangers for what? Ten years? Oh, it seems like I've been doing this my whole life. I mean, you uh, guys know what what's out here we both we all know what what animals are out here we're not gonna yeah eagle scouts unless it's some sort of a, 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 a an odd mutation that we haven't seen i mean we did see that uh that albino uh uh pica like uh mm. a few months ago that was that was weird but not that weird Yep. All right, let's go talk to let's go talk to Alphonse to see uh see if he's got any bear claws. I'm a bit peckish. All right, what time of day is it? By the way, it's morning. You the, it's the, morning. You biologist, you just woke up. You were just starting your day, so the radio right. essentially said, "Hey guys, wake up if you're not already up," and then gave you the details to head on down to the, the lodge. Yeah. All right, have some breakfast. You yeah, coffee sounded pretty good right now. Yeah, you make All some right. of the finest coffee this side of the Rio Grande. Huh. That guy. Which side is this? <laughs> the, the west side of the Rio Grande, no? Uh, north side. Little joke in the ranger. We call this the dry side. We're on the, we're on the north <laughs> side. <of> the <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm too far north to even know where the Rio Grande is. I know where it is approximately. The west. It's between the United States and Mexico. Ten <laughs> years <laughs> north of that. Six hours south of here. I know where Yosemite is. Um, so you, Alphonse waves you in and says, hey, guys, come on in. You've all met him, the, the biologist you met him when you first came through the area. It's where you stayed at the lodge uh, about a week or so, or a couple of weeks ago uh, for a night or two. And Rangers, of course, you know Alphonse. Old guy, been there for 
30 years. Waves you in. He's got a kitchen all set up. There's coffee. There's sandwiches. There's you know, a bit of bit of food, the usual stuff. He said, "Hey guys, come on in. I got some tall tales for you. You might as well settle in." Yeah, good, good. All right. I grab some coffee and uh, and and some sandwiches and and some fruit and a bear claw. He's just got the usual stuff he'd he'd have laid out for the guests. So he's yeah. Got out for you. There's um, about a. Says, look, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'd say there's probably about a no fifty fifty chance that you're going to tell us that you've been they've been seeing weird stuff over at Hetch Hetchy. Again, there's lots of weird stuff over there. Well, this is this is a different one. This is all over the last week. The first guy. He's, he's like, we still got some of the people still here. Some of the people, other, others have left. I mean, they came and gone, but good for you. There's a fellow named John Barry, a business guy from New York city. He's here. Um, there's two sisters, Mary and Kate Jones. They're still here. And uh, there's a fellow named Artie Dawes and he was out with the fishing guide, Mac. I mean, up on the river, not too long ago. These, these are the only guests who are still here but i i mean I, I did talk to some other people they've been seeing like complaining about bugs that are weird bugs like big giant spiders and stuff and i mean not we're not talking you know, monster movie spiders like you see at the drive-in but we're talking like these those tarantula things this is what they're saying i mean mm-hmm. it doesn't really make sense around here but look they're all out there in the dining hall i asked them to be here this morning and they could all talk to you and if you could just you know ask some questions of them, get your information, maybe, maybe make them feel better. Cause they don't want to leave the lodge right now. They're, now that they've all been talking over last night, now that they've all mentioned what they saw to each other. Oh, they're actually scared. Oh, well they weren't at first because you know, one guy says he saw monkeys. Doesn't make any sense. He saw monkeys. I mean, they're probably squirrels, uh, squirrels, big, big ass squirrels or flying squirrels or something. He says he saw monkeys. Well, that didn't mean anything to him. It's no big deal. Other fella, he says he saw something else, like this big black cat. And no, we'll, 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 we'll see what they have to say. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, the next door neighbors that I used to have as a kid used to call my dad over because there was a giant spider in their house, and it would turn out to be about that big because they were afraid of spiders. So we'll see how big these spiders are. City dwellers coming to live out in the country for a, a week. <laughs> you remember Dunn? There was that woman who called you on the phone and wanted to know if we had had bears, had live bears out here. Oh yeah, the bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we uh, yeah, I remember that call. I had she was really shocked when I told her. Yeah, there's there's bears. She wanted to know if they were loose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yep. The the bears are loose here in Yosemite. Uh, oh, we'll just fence off the whole park, and then they they won't be loose. We should fence off the tourist areas. Just <laughs> keep them where they Cage are. them up. Yeah, you With know sometimes I, I I said that to to Ranger Carl. I was like, you know, sometimes I think uh, I think the, the tourists uh, do more damage to the park than the the wildlife. You know. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there, Don. Man, they get out here and they throw all their garbage everywhere. Next thing you know, yeah. the the bears are coming all in and poking around and looking for their food. 
I don't even think they know how to find regular food anymore. And I say, yeah. go on, bears, go on, go find your food somewhere in nature. Hmm. Hmm. You're hmm. trying to steal the picnic baskets, huh? <laughs> let's go. See okay, let's go. Let's about. go talk to some. Yeah, let's talk to some of these uh, these these guests. All right. Well, Alphonse takes you in. He says, "Oh, uh, please. These are the the rangers as you you saw them arrive earlier, and these are the two biologists, Mr. Hodges, Dr. Robertson, and we know Dewey and Carl already." Uh, so look, please, one by one, would you all just take your time and explain to them what you saw? And he says, this is John Barry. Introduces you to John Barry. Hey, he John, said, how you doing? Uh, very, very nice to meet you. Yes, yes, uh, yes, uh, very good. Thank you. Mr. Dawes, John's sisters. Yep. And there's Mr. Dawes, who's like a rough and tumble kind of, he's got money, but he looks like he might have worked his way up the, the ladder because he's kind of a rough and tumble guy, but he's got all the best clothing and gear on he's the fishing guy and the, the sisters mary and kate jones are twins and they're in their uh late 40s and they're sitting together in dresses that don't quite match what you'd wear to yosemite but what the heck they're they're having a good time it seems they're giggling but they look a little bit off, put off so uh, mr barry says oh gentlemen if, if, if you have time I, I really do need to get back to new york um i have a car coming to pick me up in an hour or two i'll just i'll just a very very concerned about what I saw in the woods earlier this week. I and pull out like a little uh, notepad to draw what he describes. Sure, of course. He says I was, I was, I was north, north of here. I was walking on a hiking trail, a well-marked trail. I was not off into the wilderness. I'm not about to do that. I didn't. Have <laughs> and I was just taking some some photographs. And he's got a you know, small little camera, of course, portable camera with a folding leather case. And, so I was off to taking some photographs and um, out of the trees came this, this brown and blackish brown thing just swung down to the trees and batted my hat off my head. And I immediately thought it couldn't be a bear. It's not a bird. And I jumped to the side and I looked around and my hat was lying in the ground. I reached down. I put my hat back on my head, looked around, mm -hmm. saw nothing. And I could hear this hooting and howling. When he starts imitating some strange howling animal noise. And I, I just went quiet and waited, nothing more. I walked a bit farther. Out of the tree, my hat gets knocked off my head again. And again, I saw a flash from the other direction. This was black and brown again, the same creature. And he holds his hand up to his waist, like a little waist high. And then I can hear hooting on both sides of the trees, up in the, up in the, up in the foliage. Couldn't see a damn thing. So I picked my hat up and I, I continued on down the pathway. And you won't believe what happened next. Now I'm going to step in here and say maybe you got knocked off a third time. A third time? Oh, there we go. <laughs> off goes my hat. And this time I, I saw the movement. I raised my arm up and I caught handful and he shows you in his hand wrapped up in a in a little paper not a paper sorry a, a hanky mm. is a handful of brown fur mm. Mm. fur about that long yes take it you're the scientist here I'm just and I sort of set it between uh, Sheldon and I that's uh 
Yeah, what does it what does it look like? What, yeah, color. Is it all just monochrome brown? No, no. Oddly enough, it's 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 brown, but as you get closer to the base, it's 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 darker in color. Okay. Well, it, it definitely doesn't feel like bear. Could, no, could you no, run no. some tests on that, guys? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Well, certainly you, if you guys want to make a natural history roll, I can tell you what you know it isn't. Well, it's not skunk. <laughs> yeah, when you say natural history, uh, is, it, is that also natural world? Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, okay, great. We'll do, we'll do some rolls on that. Yes. Then, yeah. what, is a, um, what does a normal success get me on that one? I got a hard. I got a two. I too got a hard success. <laughs> Between all of you, 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 you all can recognize... Well, it's not bear. It's not wolf. It's not fox. You actually don't know what it is. It's not it's squirrel. Not a squirrel. It's is not, it a no, toupee? Pardon me? Is it a toupee? <laughs> it could Let's... be. It could be a paintbrush. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to look could at be the microscope to determine better what it is. Yeah. But uh, that ain't bear. That's not squirrel. Mm. Did you get any kind of look at the thing? I did not see a tail. I swear it was a little tiny little man, little tiny little man in a suit. But it didn't huh. make any sense. A huh. man in a suit? Like just, just tiny little man. Like he holds his hand up to his waist again. Like one of the, like someone from a circus or something. Because the way he went through those trees and he was just gone. And then they were okay, okay. What? I'm going to stop you right there. You're telling me you assaulted a midget? You skinny little one. You. What part of his body do you think you pulled his hair from? I got his hair from his ass. Part but he was head. wearing a suit. A fur suit. I'm going to oh, look. Right, over, okay. I'm going to look over at Alphonse. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, Alphonse has got his arms crossed and goes. Ladies, what do you have to tell us? Oh, and they're, they're like tittering away because the man, he said ass. Um, <laughs> so they say, well, we'll tell you. We were also hiking north, but we were with a wonderful young man named Clem who had taken some time out from some other job he had. And this is earlier this week. And Clem was walking us to the north, and well, we he took a shine to Maria, or so it seemed, and we we did we tipped him well, we tipped him well. And, uh, and he brought wonderful little sandwiches that Alphonse made, and we got north, and we were wandering, we wanted to see the river, we wanted to see the river. We didn't get that far because I swear he kept jumping and stomping on things. And we're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he kept saying, nothing, nothing, ladies, nothing, and. We saw it. He stomped on a spider. And this spider was... Its, it's bottom end was like that. And he stomped on it, kicked it off into the bush so he didn't want us to be frightened by it, he said. But, but that wasn't the end of it. So he stomped on one of these little spiders. And this is a, a little ways north, quite a ways north. And uh, we thought, well, that doesn't... We've, we haven't seen anything. We, we, in our guidebook, it didn't say anything about those spiders here. They're out in the desert, I think. But anyway, um, so we went a little farther, went a little farther, and then Alphonse stopped dead. And he raised that 
that little rifle that he kept with him, this little 22. And he raised this little rifle that he kept with him. He said he was going to get some squirrels with. And he, uh, we could hear a growling, something in the woods. And we thought, oh, the bear. And he said, no, no, it's not a bear. It's not a bear. And he made a stand behind him. And he just shot blind into the bushes. And then he, he ran into the bushes after, after shooting. And he came back out and he was, his face was white, white. He was terrified. And he just, we, we came back to the cabin. We don't know what, what, what he saw, but he told us it wasn't safe. And he said, we had to get back. And then when we got back, he said it was a mountain lion, but it was not a mountain lion. It was some kind of black, strange mountain lion. That's all he said. Black mountain lion. Would me and Carl know Clem? Yes. In fact, you do. Okay. Uh, I gave you guys some information earlier that you people, had, you two had been given. Yeah, do we? You remember your email? And Clem is one of the two persons I mentioned in that email. Right. Okay. Yeah. I remember now. Yeah. Now, lady, oh, Clem. Lady, when, you were, uh, when you were walking up the trail there, um, you say you didn't quite make it to the river. No. Did no, you make not. Did you make it to the, where'd you leave out of? Did you leave out of May Lake High Sierra Camp? Or were you down at uh, the Sunrise High Sierra Camp? Where, where'd you leave out of before you were heading up that way? Well, we were north of the lodge, just beside this, that the reservoir. We were at the point where the reservoir becomes the river. That's, uh, that, we know that much from the map we were given. Okay. Oh, you were way on up there. Yes, you he drove us up a roadway. Yeah, we drove up ways in, the, in his little car. We drove up, got out, went on a hike because we wanted to see the river, but we didn't quite make it to the river, and then we turned back. Really up there in no man's land. Really took your, uh, really took your life's in your own hands. A little a couple of adventurers you are. Mm -hmm. well, that's why we came here. We're, we're very excited. We like nature. We do usually ask that you stay on the trails for your own safety. Uh, it's just... Oh, well, I think City, I... Can I... Oh. I don't. I don't love the idea. Of Clem just firing a gun in the middle of the. Uh, you know, he didn't know what he was shooting at. You know, not 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 very safe. No. You should always make sure you can see what you're shooting at because it could be a mm. camper. Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of Eagle Scouts out there. You know. Now definitely. If you saw tarantulas, that's not that unusual. There is a. California tarantula. Um, they actually even have a tarantula festival in Coarse Gold, which is just down the mountain. Um, but they are usually out in mid-October. You see them a lot. Um, this time of year, it's usually too hot. You don't see them out and about. That might be what he saw. The big black cat that you saw, that I don't know what that is. Um, we do have well, they, they didn't see it. They didn't see it. Well, he's only, uh, yeah, Clem said he saw it. The thing is, coming face to face accidentally with a mountain lion can scare you pretty bad. Uh, and Mr. Uh, Mr. Dawes, was it? Uh, and what, what's your story? Oh, glad you got around to me. It's kind of getting late to go out again fishing, but, uh, We'll make the best of it. By the way, Mr. Barry, if you'd like to leave to get back to New York, 
I don't see any reason to detain you. Do you guys? No. 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 All right. All Have right. a Thank safe you, journey. Thank you very much. Uh, I will be back. Hopefully you'll deal with this, whatever issue this is, these people in the suits or whatever it is. But uh, yes. Um, oh, and he says, by the way, and he shows you his hat. It actually has marks in it. Claw like little scratch marks. Like you can see that something is torn off part of the ribbon as well. So, hmm. okay. Could we have your hat? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Well, it's really of no uh, use. Let, let me take a closer look at that at lab at that, and then we'll and then you can be on your way. Okay, he allows you to look at it. Feel free to make a natural world roll if you want. That's a fail. Are the uh, are the scratches like four parallel or? Yes. yes. Okay. And it's 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 not a squirrel. I mean, that's easy enough to tell. Not squirrel, not a and it's not a raccoon because raccoons can't. They bumble. They don't swing. So, um, that's that's all you can, you can really get that much out of it. So yes, he's he's he heads heads off, Mister. Right, um, yeah. Well, thank you, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, so so you get to Artie Dawes. He's big, tall, lanky guy. He's like I said, he's kind of a rough and tumble looking guy who's come to some money and he's. Uh, all the best gear, and he's just very polite, very friendly, but very direct. He says, well, Mac, he's out getting the boat ready, apparently. He's coming back to get me. We were out on the river, and uh, really just driving. We're going up and over, taking a look at the scenery, the cliff walls, and the beautiful scenery. And he was heading to a place. He just knew a secret place we could do some fishing, and it was, it was just just a regular day. Mm. And we're... We sat, we pulled up to an area where there was some, you know, a little cove with some lily pads. The river wasn't quite running so hard. We thought we'd try to still fish for a while. And we're casting out to the lily pads. And I'm telling you, there's no fish, nothing, no fish whatsoever. And this didn't make any sense. It was the right time of day. It was the right weather. So we moved on to another little cove up another couple hundred feet up the way. Lots of fish. We fished for a good hour and a half, but then we saw, you know, let's go find a place and have some lunch. Go go to an area he knew that was a little deeper. We could try for some something a little different. And as mm. we started up the engine, something hit the bottom of the boat. Now, we weren't moving. We were still anchored. He was starting up the engine. I was lifting the anchor. Hadn't even got it off the bottom. And something went boom. And the boat rocked. We thought, well, that was kind of strange. I mean, big fish. Awfully big fish. A minute or two later... You know, we got the engine started and we're and the engine is having a little bit of trouble. Yes, he says, ah, shoot, I got to fill it up with gas. So he stops again and we fill it up with gas. And I just decided to fish a little bit while he's doing that. And then bump, bottom of the boat gets hit again. And this time I nearly went over to the side because I was standing up and I grabbed the side and I steadied myself and I looked down into the water and I'm telling you, I saw something. It went past the bottom of the boat. And it was this big around. And it wasn't a fish because it just kept going and going and going. And eventually it slimmed out and with a flick it was gone. I'm telling you, it looked like like a big old copperhead, but way too big. Yeah, I would agree with you on the uh, way too big there. Yeah. Seen a lot of snakes where I come from, but I'm telling you. It wasn't a fish. 
If it was a fish, it doesn't belong in this water. It belongs in the ocean. What color was it? Well, the water's pretty dark there. Greenish, had some diamondy patterns on it. It was hard to really tell in this, this water, but uh, it was definitely, we're in a murky area. We had started up the engines. We'd stirred up the sediment a bit. It was pretty big. Hmm. 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 Well, gentlemen, do you have any more questions for these these people, or shall we let them go? And we'll look into it. Just uh, could you confirm again uh, where whereabouts you were fishing, just on the map there? And I pull yeah, out the map. He pulls out a map and he shows you, like you know, where the where the where the reservoir actually narrows down to become the the river. Mm -hmm. on, so uh, Huh, yeah. Nailed it. He's a little farther down between the two uh, incoming tributaries there, where it actually says the name of the river. Tulum. Mm. Yeah. Right. Pretty much towards the middle of that, like the right between those two tributaries. Okay. Mm. So right. we got a few. Uh, we got to go talk to Clem. We got a few spots we you know we can go check out. Um. Yeah, we'll we'll discuss it after you guys leave. I don't see any reason to keep you de detained any longer. If you, if oh you yeah, thank, thanks for uh, thanks for the information, yeah. folks. Yeah. All right, thank you very much. And, 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 and take care. These parks yeah. are your national parks here. As as Artie's leaving, Artie says, "Gentlemen, I'd be very interested in getting and hearing about more of this later. So, I, whatever you find out, I I'm coming back in about a couple months or so, maybe a month." Definitely like to hear about this if you don't mind. He gives you his contact information. Well, check in the uh, the visitor center because if you find something interesting, we'll definitely post stuff on the bulletin board in the visitor center. Sounds great. Mm. Thank you very much. So, cool off as well. So, um, who looked at the hat? Was it Dewey? No, it was Sheldon. Sheldon, when you looked at the scratches in the hat, was it four scratches or five scratches? Because a cat or a, a dog will make four scratches. It uh, was if it's a primate. It tough to tell, but I did. I did think. I thought I saw some some four uh, four scratches there. Because when he said a little man in a suit, all well, I could think of was like a monkey grinder's monkey. I had to stifle a spark, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, we. Uh, I, I wrote down looking for an Italian midget. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they really like to be called that anymore. But oh. yeah. Well, when we find them, we'll ask. I'm just wondering if, you know, we get some strange people coming up here to camp, and if oh yeah, if a monkey grinder brought his monkey, if some rich yeah. guy brought his pet black panther from Africa. Uh, I don't think that we have copperheads here. I don't know why he said that. Well, he's from back east, so he probably thought that it would be a diamondback, if anything, diamondback rattlesnake, or a yeah, large. Not that big. Yeah, not they that don't big. Swim much though, do they? Well, any technology is not my specialty. Uh, any any snake will swim if it has to, but uh, the, what he was sounding like was like an anaconda or a. Yeah, a boa, which we don't have in this part of the country. However, once again, are there any circuses that have? Yeah, that would explain. That would explain. Those it. Are yes, it? Nothing you know of. 
definitely no circuses that you know of right now. Um, up in Reno, places like that, they get that kind of stuff in the fall, but not right now. Well, and the the tarantulas, that's not that that's not unusual. People don't realize that there are tarantulas just about everywhere. Um, he might have stumbled on a nest of them or something and just freaked out. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, what do you guys want to do? You want to go talk to Clem, or do you want to do you want to head up or look at some of these locations where the sightings have been? Or? Well, I got nothing to do today, so why not? You know, let's amuse ourselves. But boy, did I nail it with uh, with the Hetch Hetchy. There is some weird stuff that comes out. People go get up there and they see the weirdest damn stuff. I, I just don't understand why they can't stay on the trails like they're supposed to. I understand this this desire for adventure and whatnot, yeah. but yeah. come on. You're really taking it into your own hands there. And, and, and out here, you never know what you're going to stumble across. We even had this one fella from Boston. He says, he says, I saw a dragon. A dragon. Come on. Mm. Come yeah. on. I said, I said, you might be a little mad there, fella. You might be a little mad. But you know, stay off the sloss there, huh? Exactly. Hey? Stay off the juice. He could have hey, uh, actually, uh, that's what it was. Carl, Carl, uh, wasn't um, Clem was meant to be back a couple of days ago, wasn't he? From that thing, and he he hadn't turned up. I think he had something to do with that uh, the picture the picture guy there. What's his? Yeah. What's his name? Uh. Adam. Ansel Adam? Yeah. Ansel Adam. There you go. This That's guy the guy. Uh, now, John Barry, the, were they the ones talking about, it sounded like they were talking about like Pine Ridge Trail going up towards Tulum, uh, towards uh, the river. That, he said they stayed pretty much on the trail, right? Yep. Yeah, That's he correct. said they stayed on the trail, yeah. Well, let's find Clem, and then let's, I don't know, head up the trail. We can get up there in an hour or so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, if you guys are going to uh, find out Clem, as you know that Clem and, what's his brother? I give you guys. It's actually, I think it might be his sister there, Mary. Oh, Marv. M-A-R-V. Marv. Sorry. Cle Clem and Marv Oberon. Uh, they are private uh, guides. However, Alphonse, uh, he's, he, when someone is looking for a guide, Alphonse will point them in a number of different guides will go operate through him. So Alphonse will probably know. That's what you think. All right. Alphonse, thanks for the sandwiches. Hey, no problem, guys. Yeah, Delicious great, great bad core. Yeah. Do you know where Clem is? Uh, he looks at the ranger fellas, Carl and Dewey, and he says, well, looks around. He says, well, Mr. Adams is here doing photography this week, and Clem and Otis, or Clem and Marp, they've, um, they've taken him up as guides. Um, Mm. up north um, the, the, the valley along the river and uh, they didn't really register with you guys I'm sorry uh, but they took him up a few days ago uh, okay. up towards the reservoir up that way 
uh, they, they, they headed up, they were going to break some trail. Uh, he, there's some places he wanted to take some photos that he'd never been before. So they, they headed out like a few days back. They're actually honestly a day or two late. Oh, crap. But you know, that's really not that, that's, that's really not too terrible though. You know, extra day out, you usually pack for an extra day or two anyway when you go. So. Well, they, they, took, they took food and gear with them like they always yeah. do. Hey. Hands, but uh, uh, they, they they didn't. They said they did come back here on their way, Mr. Adams. And look, uh, if, if if we know anything about Clem and Mob, you know it's it, uh, you know sometimes. So, yeah, you know. Do we do we know pretty much the direction they went in? Maybe we should just go that way. I don't think we're going to see any black mountain lions or giant spiders or 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 monkey crying. Well, um, I mean. Maybe while we're on that way up, we, we maybe can stop in some of these locations that these uh, fine folks have uh, mentioned and just uh, give them a quick survey and see if we can see anything. Pick sure, up yeah. any stuff. Yeah. I'll, I'll, bring a, I'll bring a jar for any spiders we find. <laughs> okay. Figuring in reckonings, anything anything as it used to be back in the day, I'd say they probably ran north, northwest, <coughs> right up to the. Uh, right up to where the, the mountains really overlook and, and you can see some of the more derelict buildings of the past. Make for some mm. really good photos for Mr. Adams. Well, you, yeah. guys, you guys lead the way. We'll follow. Well, yes. Okay. Let's take them north, northwest. Stay to the left of all the mighty oaks and pines out there. Yeah, yeah. Straight on <laughs> up and watch out for any monkeys, dragons, jaguars, or uh, anything else that yeah. they might come through. Huh? Okay, okay. Of course. Sounds good, yeah? I, I, All right. Got him, and then, I, and then uh, Dewey gets real serious, and he looks at you both, and he goes, now listen, there's some dangerous stuff out here, okay? You got you to gotta stay close, and you got to keep your eyes peeled, all right? Now, the, the most dangerous thing you got to look for, the most dangerous thing you got to look for is the Eagle Scouts. Those things are a menace to this park. One okay, does let's go. Sometimes get a little tired of your constant humor. <laughs> but we all know about the, the Eagle Scouts. <laughs> and the Girl Scouts, the Brownies. Don't even get me started on the Brownies. They don't, they don't let the Brownies do much camping. <laughs> yeah, for good reason. <laughs> all um, right. Okay. So yeah, we, I'm assuming I'm assuming me and Carl have got a got a big truck thing as well. You have a jeep kind of truck thing that you poke yeah. around. It's it's four wheeled. Well, it's a heavy duty type vehicle. You can get down the trails. It's why it's not so wide that you can't fit. Uh, it's loaded with the basics. You'll need to throw in some food and some water and uh, tent, fire, just the basic stuff in case you get stuck overnight. Because that does happen, as you know. So. Well, we can probably swing by um, our cabin and the the biologist cabin as well, so they can get a few bits and pieces. But um, because you guys have got your jeep as well, do you guys just want to follow us, or why don't we all go together? Okay. Yeah. Is there enough room? They have a couple cents on gas. Heck yeah, there's plenty of room in here. Grab your packs, boys. Let's go. 
Well, and ours isn't really built for the kind of terrain that yours is built for. So yeah, okay. So we'll we'll swing by uh, the cabin and put some some provisions and our, our stuff in there, and then we'll go pick up some of the stuff for the biologists. Because I'm assuming you didn't bring all your your scientific equipment stuff with you. So no, we'll go get that. Where where actually are Sheldon and I centered? Where where do we stay? Um. You guys started out actually at the, this lodge. Uh, so your the stuff you weren't taking with you on your trail is still here in one of the outbuildings. They just you, gave you a storage building. Oh, cool. so the only thing you don't have with you right now is your, your bear cage and your bear specific survey equipment. So you, you've right. got, you've got, you know, pretty much what you need other than things you need to get for the trip, like just food and stuff you, you've, you, you've mm. got with you. Well, maybe give me 15 minutes. I'd like to take a look at this stuff under the microscope, this hair. Okay. Well, sure, why sure. don't you guys do that when me, me and Carl will uh, we'll go grab our stuff out of our cabin. Get some food and stuff? Yeah. All right. Sheldon, you want to come with me? We can do that? Yeah. Yeah, let's go do this. You're usually better at looking, <laughs> identifying this stuff than I am. Um, so that's what we'll do. We'll go back to wherever our equipment is and pull out right. a microscope and take a look. Well, looking at it, I'll just fast forward a little bit here because it's a, it's a one shot, one night. Um, looking at it under the microscope, it's hair. It's um, it's difficult for you to identify. You, it's easy, like you, like I said before, for you to see what it's not. It's not something that you recognize immediately. Uh, if you want to do a natural world role again, I might, I could probably, or a biology role, whichever you've got better in something. Yeah. How about a, like a biology to see if I can even tell if it's like primate hair. Yep. Zoology. Actually, I, have to. Uh, I got a 51 out of 70. Nice. So it's just a regular pass. I'm liking these yeah, 80. I'm Okay. So I, I yeah, uh, Well, what, what, what I can say is look between the two of you looking at it, it definitely is a, uh, it's a fur from a warmer climate animal. You can, you can assume that based on the texture of the fur, the thickness of the fur, uh, because when he grabbed, he didn't grab any down, any um, right. winter coat fur. So it's just straight fur. And a thin fur, and uh, just your 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 best guess is this is a warm animal climate. This is a warm climate animal, and a potentially primate. Not this entirely is, sure. Yeah, this is something from a warmer region, a tropical region, maybe. Wow, I'm Looks thinking like, escaped animals. Don't you think? It seems to be screaming that. I. Couldn't see anything naturally finding its way up here. I wonder if there are any state troopers that come up here because we could ask them if there's like any uh, sideshow zoos on the road. You know, this part of California actually, once you get towards the coast, is pretty barren. Uh, people set up little uh, tourist traps. Maybe some animals got loose oh, yeah. and their way up here. That would make sense. Or somebody went camping with their gigantic boa. 
I mean, you hear about the alligators in the sewers of New York. Maybe someone brought their pet out here. Yeah, I think our water's way too cold for an alligator. That's all. That's all snow melt up there. So, oh well, it's we'll an alligator out. with a tropical fur coat. I'm not dead sure that Alphonse isn't playing some practical joke on us. Well, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He did swap out my uh, my coffee for decaf when I got here. Oh. Well, the girls were giggling a little bit too much. I was wondering. Oh. Yeah. Come to think of it, yeah. I didn't give much thought to that, but you might be onto something there. I well, was ready. I was ready to believe that there was a monkey in that tree until he said there was a little that it had a little suit on. Yeah. Well, let's let's humor the rangers. All right. Yeah. You ready to go? Yeah, let's go. Yep. All right. Rucksack. Yeah, bring us bring the usual stuff. Flashlight, things like that. Okay. Water pack your stuff. Water, water purification tablets. Cigar box. <laughs> Handcuffs. Okay. So <laughs> all right. So you got you got your stuff packed. Um the one thing um uh well I'll just we'll get make one of you decide. Uh Mr. Hodges, could you make an idea idea roll? Uh, I got a seventy six, which is uh, is not. It's a failure by six points. Can I spend some luck? Sure. <coughs> Two, three, four, five, six. All right. So I spent six luck. You, as you're leaving, you see this case by the wall, and you go, "Oh, oh, that might be a good idea to bring the tranquilizer gun." Yeah, let's bring that. Yeah, in case we sure find any uh, large snakes or, or primates, small monkey men. <laughs> these are all these are all uh, geared for animals about the size of a mountain lion or a small bear. So nothing. Yeah. If, if we could see a small monkey, we don't. Well, this would kill it, so we don't want to do that. But yeah. you can. You know that you can actually. Um, re- you can calculate how much of the move from the darts. Do you you okay. can actually downgrade the dosage? All right, cool. It's uh, five milligrams per ten kilograms. Is that how we're is that how we're going with this stuff? Well, what else would it be? <laughs> <laughs> Eyeball it, of course. <laughs> All right. So okay. let's, we've got that as well. Okay, so you load up. You, you get, rangers are waiting outside, pacing, getting ready to leave. They want to get on the on the road. Uh, looking at the map that you were given, uh, you can see just from the map that it looks like if you head straight straight north from White Wolf Lodge, you will hit the you'll you'll eventually there's a little bit of a roadway. It's sort of a forced road. It's not an actual official roadway that goes straight north to the, to the reservoir area, to the mouth of the reservoir. And that's where the ladies saw what they saw. You know, the snake or whatever it was is a little farther to the east. Uh, 
Yeah. And Mr. Barry was somewhere on the way to what, what the lady saw. So it's, it's, it's all generally in the same pathway. It's, it's easy enough for you to follow. Mm. And uh, the one thing you do know is, is Alphonse hands you as you're leaving a bit of a rough map that shows you the path that uh, Clem and uh, Marv were following. Okay. They were taking the same roadway that these people were taking, except when they, they were going to cross the reservoir and go to the other side of the reservoir, ah. the hills on the other side. So up into the, the west a bit. So same general area. Okay. So you can sort of kill two birds with one stone, so to speak, by uh, look, taking a look for Mr. And Adams as well as uh, uh, investigating these. these All right. Mm. Well, uh, I'm assuming, Carl, you're driving. Yeah, we oh, won't be able you. to go all the way. Obviously, we can't cross the river in the jeep, so we'll have to find a camp. Oh, wait, there, there may be, there may be a part of the river we can cross in the jeep. I, um, no, you can't cross the river with your car. Okay, yeah, I knew that. So, uh, as we're as we're driving out, I'll mention. So, I've got I've got three cans of bear spray. Should I have brought more than? Nah, they're more afraid of us than. Well, Just don't put it next to the three cans of beer I got back there. Uh, I don't want to get them mixed up. I'll bring a I'll bring a walking stick. You know that's a good idea since you can whack the bear if it tries to get you. You know I've never I've never used a walking stick. Maybe I'll see if I can find one. There's lots of them out there. Just find a stick. All right. What'd you get for food? Got some trail mix here, some yeah, nuts and berries, and uh, you know some good protein. Guys, we we got some jerky here. It's beautiful yep. jerky. Cool. Got some cans of beans and stuff like that. Spaghetti. Uh, I I say under my <laughs> breath to Henry, a little poutine. Yeah. Probably. Oh yeah, we got poutine. Oh some yeah. Pem- some pemmican. I I never go anywhere without poutine. Uh. And you know, I made I made you guys some red velvet cake as well. Got that in the back there. All right, let's go. All right. Um, so it, it it's it's a little bit hard driving because, like I mentioned, it's a forced road. It's not a proper trail road. Bumpity bump, you know, you're banging around. You get used to it after a while. And um, there reaches a point midway up where, of course, there's a gate. Where where you the rangers have at some point said. We can't have people continuing to drive up there. This was originally like a little bit of a maintenance road of some sort. So they mm. put like a gate on some rocks and said, no, no further traffic. And there's some unofficial parking spots. And you do see a vehicle and Ranger Carl and Dewey do recognize this as Clem's vehicle. Hey, 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 hey stop car. over here, Carl. Yeah, there's Clem's car. Let's go, uh, let's go do some uh, investigating. Okay. See, see if you left the... Um... See if you left the uh, hiking map there, because you know that's that's what you do. Oh yeah, good call, good call. Yeah, let's go uh, go have an investigate. So we obviously get out and uh, go check out the car. Now, did we open up that gate there to drive on up, or? Uh... No, we probably have you're, to park you're muted, here. Sean. This is the gate at the end of the roadway. Sorry, uh, you've actually already. Uh, driven up the road half like this is the point where you can't drive any farther oh. this forest oh. road there's unofficial parking spots clem's car is there it's three of the four doors are locked 
one door is unlocked by chance and it uh, happens to be the one of the doors at the back mr adams didn't lock his door and, and we're not gonna we're not gonna drive any farther no no oh, sorry no, folks to. roads closed that's cool and you'll have to haul what you're taking from this point forward um you'll in in clem's car you can see that it's it's just a messy messy kind of car he doesn't really keep good care of it uh you do not see any paperwork on the dash or mm -hmm. any any information in fact the glove box has been it's pretty empty or darn it i'm surprised those two have even been able to survive this long this yeah. is yeah this is uh insurance current hey uh oh. hey carl why don't you pop the trunk there i don't know if they got a button in this thing is there a lever or a button probably need a key I'm yeah. thinking that I might need a key there, Don. You can check under the uh, hood, see if there's any marmots. Oh, I'll check. Can I pull down the, um, pull down the, 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 the what do they the call visor. it? The visor. Yeah, the visor to see if the key, keys drop out. Yeah, a key, a key drops down. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like in the movies. <laughs> yeah. In the trunk, you'll see there's, um, there's some warmer clothing. So obviously someone shed some of their clothes and decided they weren't going to wear whatever they brought like it was a big heavy coat um mm -hmm. just boxes and um <coughs> you do find actually a piece of an envelope and in the envelope is a letter from mr adams to these to let's write to clem it says mm. thank you for assisting me uh coming up uh definitely i i need to be out for a couple of days i i want to just go out each day and come back to the lodge each night if possible and I would like to move to, and he lists some little map. He has some dots on the map along the reservoir where we'd like to take some photos across the reservoir, but from the far side to the south. Mm. Okay, so we've got a good idea of where he could be. Yeah, he wants to have the sun behind him while he's taking photos of the across the reservoir. Oh, Carl, here you go. Like, it looks like, uh, looks like we got some information about where they could be over there. Yeah. He has a good find there, Don. Good old. Oh, yeah, you know. I, uh, before I became a ranger, I thought about uh, being a private eye. You know, hmm. it's like in those old 1920s movies, you know, with the with the, with the pretty ladies coming in the office. Oh, you'd have been a like good that. one. You'd have been All right, good thanks, one. Carl. Thanks, Carl. So, uh, what do you guys think we go start uh, heading, up the, heading up the trail here? Yeah, I got my gear. You're good. Yeah, I'm all packed up here. You're good. Don, you ready? Yeah, yeah. I just get in and I put on my, my big pack and everything. And then I, I sort of go, I, I do this look and go, oh, hey, I, I almost forgot. And I go back and I go and get my, uh, uh, un, un, unhook my rifle from the back and, and make sure I got that. Uh, you, never, you never know what, uh, never know what uh, we might find out there. You know, got to have some protection. You, you got your revolver on there, Carl? No, I I was I was going to grab that um, I was going to grab that tranquilizer gun, but I think the uh, scientists there we got, got it. it. We got it. There you go. Okay, They're cool. All handled. You can carry it if you want. Yeah, it's kind of kind of heavy in the case. Oh, no problem. Good Thirty Take pounds. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, and, uh, so uh, as I said, Mr. Biologist guys, Henry Sheldon. Keep close, me and Carl. We know these. Uh, we know these places pretty well. Um, you lead the way. 
yeah, if you guys see it, then let us know, and we'll uh, take care of it. Just, just for your information, if you hear something that sounds like a man screaming in a woman's pitch, that's actually me whistling for you guys. So, yeah. well, let's let's not let's let's keep fairly close to one another, but we'll probably go yeah. for a while. Stay on the trail, you know. Uh, Sean, it's a, sort of as a general rule, because I'm thinking about myself when I go hiking, that I'll probably be looking at pretty much everything: the plants mentally identifying what they are if I see ants or, or whatever. Just, just you know, that's kind of a pastime. I'm a naturalist, so. Sure. Makes sense to me. If I see something weird, which I don't. Yep, of course. Yeah. All right. So I'm assuming you're heading up the trail in the direction that everybody else headed up, uh, Mr. Barry, as well as climbing them, climbing the rest. So you're <clears throat> heading up the trail and, uh, for the first you know, little little while, you're heading in the direction of where the the, the, the gorge or the valley is, where the red, the red River and the reservoir exist. After about an hour, it's you know you decide you're going to take a have a stop and get a drink. Um, could everybody make a listen roll, please? Okay. Uh, okay. I rolled a I rolled a spot hidden to find a walking stick, and I rolled an extreme success. You have. So I have water. Nice straight. It's got a little yep. twist to it, and it's beautiful. Um, I failed by six, so if no one else passes, I can spin the luck. I got an 18. Okay, cool. I, I won't spin the luck. Yeah, I failed to listen as well. I'm too, right. I'm too enamored with my amazing walking stick. Beautiful walking stick. It's mahogany. Okay. <laughs> it's the only mahogany <laughs> to be found in the... It's quite literally, he's actually found an actual walking stick. No, Somebody it's... dropped it. You're looking for <laughs> yeah. a stick and you found a walking stick. You could have found Manzanita, which is gorgeous. Found, it's, white, uh, it's white on one side and red on the other. Ooh. All twisted. Yeah. You know, every time I walk in these woods, it just reminds me that this is not just a great valley, but it's a shrine to human foresight, you know? The strength yeah. of planet, the power of glaciers, <laughs> and the persistence of life, and the tranquility of the high Sierra. I love Yosemite. Mm. All right, let's go. Okay. Um, whoever succeeded with their listen, um, everyone else is drinking water and going, oh, gee, it's such a hot day. The what you hear when you listen is farther up the trail in the direction you're going howling noises howling like, like wolf howl no no like out like not a wolf howl um deer like, great elk like like a howler monkey could you, be the you can make American that this hat snatcher i've well, been to the san diego zoo I'm you are it sounds, sounds like, like a seal. Zoo. Oh, guys, that. Do you hear that? Say what? Listen, listen. Huh? Listen, it's still uh, going. How I've been, hear? I've been to the San Diego Zoo. That does sound like a primate. Can we hear it now? You do. Anyone who okay. stops to listen now and is quiet does hear it now. Huh. 
it huh. sounds to be. He's still quite a ways away because those things are damn loud. Yeah. I'll be damned. I did, a, I did a semester when I was an undergrad in Central America. That takes me back. You shouldn't be hearing that up here. Somebody is uh somebody has accidentally or purposefully released tropical animal. By the way, the hair that we found is not from a native animal. It's definitely from a tropical animal from a warmer climate. It has no, uh, uh, if those are monkeys, they're not going to survive. Once huh. the winter hits, they'll, it'll, it'll kill them. Um, out of interest, uh, GM, does my um, rifle have a scope? Because I've sure. just looked it up online, and there's ones with scope and ones without. I'd say yes. Sure. 1965. Okay. Are you checking? Yeah. What, what caliber are we talking about? Um, I have a um, 36 30 bolt action. Yeah. 30 out six. Yeah, a 30 out six there. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. 30 out six is civilian 30 out sixes are almost always scoped. Okay, so I'm just gonna I'm, I'm I'm just using the scope to see kind of look up that way to see if I can see anything um, better of what might be up there. Good uh, call. I'm ducking, I'm ducking out of the way. Make a, yeah, everyone ducks. Um, <laughs> make, make, a, make, make a spot hidden roll. I guess is the best thing, but yeah. you need your bonus for this. Okay, do I get a bonus? Do I? Okay, sweet. Secret um, bonus. Secret GM bonus. Okay, great, cool. Uh, yeah, I got a hard, hard pass. Then you get an even harder pass. <laughs> oh, cool. As you're looking through the scope, you actually down the path, because it's fairly, it's not like we're not talking jungle territory here. Mm. You go down and you do actually see, you're looking for a while, you hear the voices. You're trying to pinpoint where the sound is coming from. You see something jump from one tree to the next. In the distance, it's dark. Yeah. But it jumps from one tree to the next. And based on your distance, what you're estimating is it's just like the guy said, waist high. Tall, skinny. Looks like a guy in a brown suit, but skinny, like a monkey. Um, okay. So there's something up there. I just saw it jump between the trees. Uh... I know this is going to sound crazy, but uh, it looks exactly how that guy described it. Little little guy in a in a hairy suit, it's a waist high. Huh? Yeah. Long yeah. arms. Yeah. Yeah. It looks looks like a monkey. Did it have Weird. a tail? No. Couldn't see a tail. Well, while we're sitting down, I'm going to open up the. Uh, the trank case and start comparing a couple darts for the rough the rough mass. Right. Well if it's if it didn't have you didn't see a tail. No, it, it does have a tail, sorry. I had to look Oh yeah, no okay. oh wait. Is yes, that the yes, thing that comes off the back? Yeah the the the, the <laughs> he had one of those. Sorry, it, I, I was thinking it's not a chimpanzee else. it's it's actually a it's, it's spelled Tyeel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he oh, had okay. one of those things. It, well, that it looked makes like sense. another arm. Yeah. That makes sense, then. It's some sort of a primate. Somebody's uh, released it. Poor animal. 
Uh, you don't want him to suffer. If he's not going to make it through the winter, then we probably need to see about trying to catch and release him somewhere else, maybe. Well, we'd have to catch him and send him to the zoo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we know keep your eyes peeled, there, guys. But it's going to be next to impossible to catch him because he, he's got a million acres of places to run. Free, yeah. Well, if we... Uh... Maybe he's tame. Maybe. Did anybody bring any fruit? Yeah, we got fruit. Or hats. He likes hats. He does like hats. He seems to have... Well, a... Me and Ridge and Carl, we got some pretty good hats, you know? Well, we'll see what happens. Be I careful, mean, though. They can be incredibly strong. If we, uh, if we don't manage to catch them on this outing, then we could probably modify one of our bear cages into a kind of a snare and bring it up here. Yeah. Put some fruit in there. Put some bananas. Yeah. Mm. He's probably hungry. Fruit. He ain't going to find much food up here. All right. Yep. Ooh, let's go on. See if you're coming. Uh, you saw him. Tell us when we get close to where you saw him. Okay. Yeah, sure. It wasn't too far out there. All right. So you, you, you hike on, you continue on, and uh, you're heading up the path where you, to where you generally saw it. Um, as you approach the area that you estimate based on the distance of you, you were at. God, everybody stopped there. I thought I froze again. <laughs> everybody actually stopped moving. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep doing this so that you can tell that I'm alive. Okay. <laughs> you ever just do this once? Um, you get to where it is, and you don't um, you don't see them anymore. You don't hear them. I mean, you do hear like a hoot off in the distance in another direction. Uh, you do actually, though. You don't even have to spot hidden right in the middle of the pathway. There's animal scat. Ah, ha, ha. I love animal scat. Really? Well, yeah, you can tell Henry, a lot of Henry, things from this. Henry, use your gloves, please. Well, I'll use my tweezers. They're in my medical uniform from the other night. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll use these giant tweezers that I have here. <laughs> and, uh, I'll... Uh, I'll take a look. Does it look now? Does it look like primate poop? Yes, it does. Yeah. You, basic, basic. You know, like in your your classes back in school, it, identification. Yep, yeah. it looks primate. So definitely, you've you. I think you've uh, in your mind, the biologists at least have identified that there's power monkeys or something like that here. It's a monkey. It's a monkey. looks like he's been eating insects. That's about all he's going to find. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm. Up and roughing it with pine cones. Well, no, no, I don't think he could get to the pine nuts there. It's still summer. Um, oh, yeah. Out of season. Yeah. Poor guy. Oh well, we'll see if we can. Probably we're not going to be able to catch him, but if we can, if we can, like you say, put a, a cage up here. Uh, yeah. There out. could be more than one of them as well, though. Uh, that's what I was saying. You you did hear three distinct voices. Yeah, yeah. There there are there's more than one out here, guys. Well then, hmm. nobody brings their pet monkeys camping. I think they must have escaped from somewhere. 
Yeah. There's nowhere around here. They've come a long way if they've gotten away from somewhere. Well, it's the Sierra Nevadas. Maybe I don't think they could get here from Vegas. They'd have to cross the desert. Something mm. went wrong. Maybe some. Maybe there was a truck transporting them, and and it. Yeah. Got it in there. Somehow they got here. Truck crash. Uh, any any plane crashes recently? Nothing that you're aware of. You you put your minds together as you're walking and try to think of any reasonable solution to why there'd be monkeys here and you other than just the obvious somebody's pet that got loose or mm. lost them from a zoo and they just happened to wander here over the winter which makes no sense you can't the, figure the, where are we what, uh, which where which direction are we heading just to clarify are we heading towards the mountain line or are we heading towards the snake area uh you're heading towards the black mountain lion to the right of which, which would be to the east, right neck nearby is where the um, okay. Snake so we're gonna do that. Okay, cool, sweet. Okay, so I because I know we're we're getting near the the lion. I'm being a little bit more cautious with the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they're really irritated if they just released animals on for like some publicity stunt. No, uh, that's not all right. No. If it was a mountain lion, it would have probably been just as scared of uh, of uh, uh, the, the the girl's Clem. friend Clem than anybody else, and it would have ran the other way. We'll probably never see it. It'll hmm. probably remain a legend for a long time. But let's look around. Maybe we can once again find some scat or some. Especially if the uh, especially if it heard and recognized the gunshot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if we do find something, just remember, I'm pretty slick with the tracking, so we may be able to find out. If we know where it's been, maybe we can find out where it's at. Well, yeah, definitely yeah. look for tracks. Mm-hmm. And spiders. Well, we'll probably see some spiders. If there's a, if there's a nest around here of uh, tarantulas, that's... Ebony tarantula. Well, tarantulas are usually solitary. That's true, but sometimes they congregate. But like I say, that's usually in uh, that's usually in October when they have the breeding. Yeah. You know. Sometimes the cars have to stop because the tarantulas are all crossing the road. They're out yeah. looking for mates. Biologist says, "Uh." Yeah. Something as magnificent as uh, I'm a biologist, not <laughs> a uh, entomologist. Ah, well, <laughs> it's all beautiful nature. Uh, have you seen a spider face up close? <laughs> beautiful isn't the adjective I would use. Well, that was my first girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> She wrapped right. me in her web of lies. Oh, Black Widow. Huh? All right. <laughs> now we got plenty of those here. So you're walking along, you're talking, you're, but you are, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, Henry Hodges, you are still doing what you said, watching left and right. Mm-hmm. Could you do a spot hidden anyways? 
Got a 45. Let's see if that's a pass. Spot hidden. Oh, it's five less. Can I use some luck? Sure. One, two, three, four, five. Um, all right. Yes, I just pass. Okay. Um, could someone else, one of you, also one of the rangers, perhaps do a spot hidden as well? All right. Carl. Okay. 35 on a 51. So that's a nice. Hmm. At the same time, Ranger Carl sees footmarks in the path, like a scuffle. Something has taken place. You'd like movement. Like the, the path is a, is a dirt path, but you, you've been around for a while. And you say, you look down, you see, look at this. It's like three sets of feet moving around pretty quick here, different directions. And, and put on your investigative cap and you say, well, two, two of these pairs are smaller than the other. And uh, as, as you're looking at the footmarks, Mr. Hodges says, well, look over here. Well, and look over here. <laughs> what I you see. We found where the spiders were being stomped right here. What you find is a lady's pair of gloves. Apparently he, one of the most challenging the spiders to a duel I pick up the glass. <laughs> well, I, I, I think it's safe to say, um, oh, my accent went weird there. Um, you know, I, I think it's uh, safe to say that our, uh, we found the spot that our friends were here at, you know. Any dead spiders? Well, now that you're all looking for it, everybody can make a spot hidden. Okay. I got a pass, just a regular. Just a regular. I got a, yes. I got a hard pass. Oof. You're going to have to spend two points of luck to make that a pass. You're, you're, you're muted. Have to spend I got muted. Unmute. Oh, the big warning screen pops up. You are muted. <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, there's enough passes. And what you see is um, <clears throat> Sheldon Robertson finds, you know, like, a spider just like a weird little spider and another little one but then ranger who, who got the hard one of you got a hard carl yeah ranger carl gets a hard and you jump back and you go what in the ever and it's you step back and you 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 grab the walking stick from sheldon and you push up the brush and you guys see the most god-awful big spider you've ever seen how big? Damn, boy! Now, I careful, that's mahogany. What the heck? Is it's it a lot? It's not a tran. No, no, dead. It's not a tarantula. It's not a tarantula. It's not a bigger. This is like a Goliath tarantula. You're talking a bird-eating bird spider. Yeah, huge. South American. Yeah, uh, but it looks kind of like a big tarantula, right? Oh, hey, yeah. look at that guy! Eh? Jesus Shit. Christ! Yeah. Now, that is also not native to this area. That's a that's one hell of a big spider there. Pardon my French. I'm ah, sorry, is it yeah. dead? Yes, dead. Yeah. dead. Okay. So I go over and I with my tweezers, now it's a pencil. I uh chopstick tweezers. I uh yeah, I uh I sort of move it around, I flip it over. Uh, there's its fangs. You can see they're quite prodigious. I'd say South American bird-eating spider. 
we are seeing all these tropical odd animals in this area. I don't have any reference material, but I'm wondering if they all come from the same part of South America. Shouldn't it be getting cold enough here at night for uh, it's June. substantial problems for it's all these been a subs- an ex- excessively warm week? You will. I think. don't. I don't remember that any uh, either of the ladies um, <clears throat> saying they they had lost a a glove. They were too busy giggling. Yeah, but I mean this. I mean it look kind of looks like. Um, I mean, I don't know what you think, Carl, but, you know, some, uh, like a bit of a scuffle. Hmm. What didn't they say it was only, it was only Clem that was stomping around, not, not all three of them? I'm, I'm sure both of them were probably trying to get away from this crazy thing and all the little spiders that were running all around. So, of course, you're going to have scuffle feet all over the place here. Huh. But you're right, they didn't say anything about losing their gloves. Yeah. Can we inspect the glove a bit more to see if there's like a... Monogram. Does it look like something... Yeah, yeah monogram. But also, is it like... Um, does it look like it matches their sort of... The style they had? Sure. You don't even have to roll. Sure. Okay. Fancy. Okay, cool. so it is, it, yeah. Oh, well, it's definitely... I mean... You know, Louis Vuitton, eh? Wow. Well, while they're doing that, I'm sort of looking in the brush to see if I can find any living examples of the spider. Um, how much time you want to spend? Well, while they're doing that, so just just a few minutes while they're before we. Uh, I, one. No, no, nothing oh. right around here. Hmm. Curiouser and curiouser. Shall we continue up the rabbit hole? Yep. Well, that sounds really bad, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe maybe uh, don't write that one in your dissertation. <laughs> so you continue on. Um, are you taking the spider with you or are you bagging no, it? No, it's interesting. I ain't carrying that thing. <laughs> I don't have anything to carry it in. It's okay. not like you can put it in a baggie. Okay, I guess no, it's not like CSI. <laughs> okay, so you, you continue on down containers. the path. And uh, just like the lady said, the same amount of, you know, the same amount of time walking. And uh, you come to an area where there is more scuff marks in the ground because now you're watching for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you do see the, the path turns a bit. And at the end of the path, just as they <clears> described <throat> in more detail than I described, there's an area of relatively thick underbrush. And hmm. the scuffling is around that area. And well, I got my stick. Yep. Let's let's pause here for a moment and do a little exploring. Be careful! Don't, don't get caught in any uh, poison oak or hmm. sumac or anything. But let's see if we can see any evidence of 
big animal, a big cat. Do you have any tracking skills or anything like that? So my tracking skills aren't very good. I've got some terrific okay. tracking skills. Oh, you need some tracking? Okay, we got this. Don't worry about that. Yeah, I don't have tracking. And aside, folks, there's some real science at work here. We're about to track this down. Well, well I, I did. Have... Well, I, I put my ear to the ground and knock on the floor. <laughs> there's a 37 out of 75. That's a hard pass. And I got a, I got a 25 out of 70, so I also got a hard pass. There's a couple of hard trackers right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Easy enough. You get to the bushes. You push it aside. You're, you're, you're looking through. You're being very careful, of course. You do find because it hasn't rained, evidence of dried blood on some of the uh, the branches and the bushes underneath. Yeah, she's blood. Hey, uh, Doc, we got some uh, got some hmm. blood over here. Not a lot, but drops of blood. There's not a lot over here, Doc, but you should definitely come take a look and see. See if you can find samples of hair. Yeah. I kind of give I give Carl a look, and I'm sort of like, "Geez, we find blood. They want hair. Hmm. Next time we find hair, they got to say they got saliva." <laughs> blood is blood is the same color for just about all animals. So, Doesn't have you seen? Have you uh, dissected a horseshoe crab? The blue blood. Yeah, the that's kind of fun, isn't it? All right, I'm looking for hair. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> sure, make a roll. Twenty six of whatever. Right. Ah, yep. oh, I'll give it to you. There's some. There's some little. And put put samples in the sandwich bag. So we're finding black hair. Black hair matted with like some of the blood, um, stuck to a tree branch. There happens to be a little bit of black hair stuck in the dried blood. Sure. Okay. So black hair. There's definitely something black. That wasn't just shadows. Is is there any place like in the brush that? If the cat was laying, that it would have crushed down the grass or weeds. Or... Well, it looks like that's what was happening. It looks like something had been laying in this underbrush, got startled, and then something happened to it. It bled and it took off. Hmm. So it, you, you assume that the guy walked in on this cat that was lazing in the sun and he shot it. Now, don't forget, they said Clem went into the bush and took a shot at something but yeah you had to go in the bush a little bit to get to this point yeah fucking how big is the um the space that's been pushed down mountain lion sized like okay yeah it's a decent size yeah Hmm. but now if it's black and it's what if it's an anemic black bear and sooner or later we're gonna find him dead because he's not gonna clot up i know a little bit of science there well, let's let's look for um, let's look for any kind of animal print in the ground because uh, once again, mm-hmm. four claw marks. It's a it's a cat. Five, it's a bear, and there'll be definite claw marks in the ground from its from its nails. Okay, we're yeah. back in the tracking mode. Okay. Was, uh, startled. Um, I. Humor me just for I a second. I passed on here. the tracking. Humor me just for a second here. If I remember right, when the ladies were talking about Clem and his fit that he had with stomping the spiders and going nutso, uh, 
He fired. Yeah. Without looking. When he fired, wouldn't you think it's possible that maybe one of those shots just happened to come through and hit the sleeping cat? Yeah. He never even knew it. And that would surprise mm. the heck out of me if I was just taking a nap in the brush. And next thing you know, the old 22 shell hits me in the rumpus. Yeah. Just the sound alone would have scared the scared mm. But the blood. But then, but then Clem, Clem walked in to the bush and he saw it because he came back and he said, Ah, oh, he saw a black mountain lion. The circle so got away. Odd, but yeah, I think. If we're talking Black Panther, Jaguar, Jaguar, once again, South America, it makes some sense. Yeah, that would uh, I'd stick with the theme. I think that immature Jaguars are, are almost black and that they get their speckles as they mature. Hmm. Um, all right. Well, we got a four. Our next big mystery is to find out who's been releasing wild animals into our into our area. All right. Well, let's go see if we can find this giant snake. Let's hope that's not an anaconda. I'll <laughs> tell you, I don't want none of that. No anaconda. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my, my my anaconda don't. That. That seems the most <laughs> unlikely one, though, now that I think about it, because a tropical snake could not survive in that Tulum River. That Tulum River is uh, ice water. Yeah, yeah. But that's not the only person that said anything, you know. I heard tale of a, a drunken Bostonian fella that came out here and said that he had seen a dragon. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you get drunk enough, a snake will look like a dragon every day of the week, even on Tuesday. Mm. Mm. Or any some corona. of those uh, those Eagle Scouts, you know, they be on the uh, the magic stuff. Mm. And they say they see a lot of pixies and all kinds of weird crap. You know what I'm saying? An iguana. Damn Eagle Scouts! Once again, South America, an iguana might look like a dragon to some. Yeah. Some iguanas get pretty big. Um, I did do another track um thing, and I passed. Do I find like actual tracks of? Yep. Okay, so I can I confirm if it's four or five? Four. Yeah, yeah, Doc. We I, I I found some track over here. Definitely a cat. Hmm. Big one. Yeah, look at that. Oh, all right. I think that it their their stories aren't far fetched at all. I think that what we're dealing with is animals that have somehow been transported here. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried. Maybe someone's uh, someone's brought all these animals over here and released them in the park. But, you but know. What? Unless there's some rich fool who has his own menagerie and he's had to get rid of it and he just told his people take him up into the mountains and let him go. And he had monkeys and he had, you know, like... Yeah, yeah. First or... Uh, or, you know, some crazy rich person. Damn it. They're always screwing up. Tax evasion. Mm. All right, let's go find this big uh, big snake. Big snake. Yep. I think if we find a big snake, we should kill it. Probably. Okay. Because uh, we don't have the, the, we don't have the, the facilities to deal with that. So. Yeah, I, I don't want to catch the snake. I, yeah. 
yeah, I think we should just kill it because it could hurt somebody. It could drown mm -hmm. somebody. I know I don't want to be in the dark up here with all these South American critters running around. There's no mm. telling, no telling what'll happen. So let's try to get this wrapped up before the old sun goes down, eh? Yeah. Yep. How are we doing for time, by the way? We. I'm pushing you. It's it's only been a couple of hours, probably, right? Okay, so yeah, it's not. It's not like so good. It's morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just again to to push, like I said, you're uh, so you you see, notice it definitely the cat the pathway curves around and then heads again straight towards the uh, the reservoir area, or towards the direction of the reservoir, the mouth of the river at the reservoir of the apex. So you're heading in that general direction. And you do notice that someone has cut a new trail. They said they were going to, didn't they? Yep. So they're cutting off. If, had you if you continue on to the, the, your right or towards the east, you will eventually head towards down the river where the uh, snake or whatever it was was seen. But this path that was cut is, is very recent, as you can tell by the greenery. Knocked over, the leaves are withered, but they're not dried up and gone. So this is definitely a new path that's been cut and it heads off down towards the water. So you, you're in a fork in the road. You're at a fork in the road. Now, does this new path match up with anything I'm seeing on the letter from <clears throat> Adams over to Clem? Yes. This path is what's on the letter from Ansel Adams to Clem. If we want to go down there and see if maybe Clem's down there, I don't know exactly how far. I don't know if he drew it to scale here. Yeah, yeah. But I know in Clem, he wouldn't have, you know what I'm saying? Um, we could split up. All right, let's split up. Uh, what if me and Henry, we go, we go and see if we can find the snake, and uh, you and Sheldon, you can head off and see if you can find uh, Clem and, and Al and, and all them. Never trust me when I go thumbs up to a split up. I'm, I'm always trying to split the party because you know, that's what I do. Well, if we're going to split, I as long as we as long as we stick to the buddy system, I think we'll be fine. And as long as one of those buddies is a ranger, so hmm. plus we got our handy dandy radios right here. Don, oh yeah, I'm yeah. I'm here. I'm here, Pazek. Yeah. Yep, yep, you're loud and clear. Post check, how you doing? Yeah, you good? Over. <laughs> Over. So if you're going, are you going to split up? Yeah. yeah. I look Who's over at Sheldon that? and I say, education is a wonderful thing, isn't it? <laughs> it, it really is. Yes. Yeah, I'll go with I'll go with uh Ranger Dunn. Okay. All right. What do you say? What do you say, Carl? The path less traveled. Let's take it down there and see if we can't find old Clem. Yep. All right. I'll start with uh, you two then, Sheldon and Carl. You, the path's <coughs> cut. It's a it's a it's a kind of rough path. These guys aren't really great at it. They're good guides, but uh, take them off trail and they're just kind of sloppy. But you're able to cut your go through the through the woods and the underbrush. It's not too bad. You you go down. Um down the, the, the face of the uh, the escarpment down to the water and I'm glad your eyes blinked because I thought I was locked out again there and you got to the water and you can see floating in the water 
is like a 1965 life jacket. Huh. Like sort of in, in an area that's like a, like a, where there's reeds and stuff that prevent it from flowing down, down river. Kind of near the, near the bank? Near the bank. Yes, definitely. So would I be able to kind of snag it with my amazing walking stick? Because oh, it's, it's exactly the right length. Yes. It's perfect. Awesome. Yeah, it was a heck of a roll there, Sheldon, to get the perfect stick for this encounter right here. It's fantastic, man. Yeah, it's uh, this this stick is quite nice. I, I see what it seems longer Dr. when you want it to be longer. About, uh, about a walking stick. I trust my life with this thing. <laughs> well, let's scoop, um, up, scoop up that life jacket and see if there's a name in it or something. Yep. There, uh, there's actually a C, the letter C. Hmm. That could See stand for a clam. Well, is it torn up at all, or no? It doesn't look like it was even done up. Okay. Well, okay. maybe he just used it to hold on to as he kicked his way across the river there. Who knows? Or uh, or used as a pillow. That that hundred uh, percent possible too. Could you both make a spot hidden while you're while you're at it? Huh? It's gonna be a success. I got a fifty-five on fifty-one. If his success will hold us, and if not, I'll use four. Lots. What is it? Uh, well, it's just normal. That's okay. Good enough. In the reeds, farther to the like believe it or not, in the, uh, the reservoir, a little bit farther, in the reeds, you see a canoe on its side, maybe about 20 feet offshore, 30 feet offshore. On our side or? On your side. side. It's, it, it, okay. it's floated in nose first, so it looks like it may have come across with the prevailing winds and driven right into the reeds and it's just stuck there. Hmm. Well, hey, hey, Carl, look at this. Holy cow, maybe the C stood for canoe. <laughs> it could have. Could have, Carl. All right, let's take a look at this thing, eh? Yeah. 20 so, feet out, though. I'm going to tell you right now. You know, I spend a lot of time out here. I do a lot of tours. I guide a lot of people out here. But uh, I, I got to level with you, Sheldon. I'm not the best of swimmers. So uh, one of I'm afraid one of us is going to have to swim out there and get that, get the old uh, canoe if it's twenty feet offshore here. Well, how how shallow is it? Um. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You're good. Oh, always oh, I thought I was muted. Um. Because if it's if it if there's reeds poking up. Yeah, waist high most. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll wait out and get it. Easy Ooh. enough. This water's this water's a bit cold. It's, it's, it's cool. cold. Yeah. yeah, you got the canoe. It's it's on its side. You just have to tip it up, drain it a bit, and flip it, flip uh -huh. it, and pull it to shore. And there's a paddle underneath it. So there's a paddle floating underneath it. And um, okay. so you've got a paddle, a canoe, and one life jacket. All right. Now on the bottom. Anything else on noteworthy the on the canoe? canoe on the bottom of the canoe there, Sheldon, is there any marks where something may have bumped it or hit it or smacked it around or anything? I don't know. Let's flip it back over. 
Yeah, you flip it over and it just, you don't see anything, just normal wear and tear. Hmm. She looks like a fine vessel. Kind of weird to find it out just like this. You see anything else around here? Hold on, I've somehow minimized everything. Um, uh, no, you don't see anything else. But I'm going to flip. I need you both to do a spot, uh, a listen roll right now. Okay. Oh, that is, a, that is a fail and a half. I got a 22 on 20. Can I spend two luck? Yeah, you bet. I've been list I, I listened to too much uh, rock and roll during my undergrad years. I've still got I've still got tinnitus in my ears. <laughs> oh oh sorry, you spent two luck. I was I, I was for some reason I was waiting for you to roll something else. Yes. Um just you just make out from in the distance, in the silence of the day, someone yelling for help. Can I tell which direction it's coming from here? Across the water. Sheldon, it's time for us to put on our capes, man. We're going to need to help someone. Now, oh? now you don't have to jump in and, and do it yourself because you're not wearing the vest. You're not wearing the badge and you don't have the radio of a national park ranger but I do, and I'm going to need to go and help these people. I can hear them in the distance calling for help. Okay. Now well, I'm just going to figure out how I'm going to do that and stay alive. Uh, well, where is where are we headed? Over the air. Across the water. Across the reservoir. Across okay. the reservoir is where I'm hearing it from, and they're, and they're calling for help. Well, we've got a We've got a pretty nice canoe here. And one life jacket. Yep. All right. Well, I'll leave you guys with that, and I'll flip over to Mr. Mr. Hodges and Dewey Dunn. So you, felt, you guys have walked on to, to the east and then cut down towards the, to the escarpment to where the water, the, the, the river itself, the, the reservoir is narrowed out. And uh, you're in the general vicinity, and you can see that uh, – there's a little boat launch area there and uh, you can see that there is a, a locked cabinet of sorts at the end of the boat launch area where somebody obviously stores some things like gas cans or something like that. Mm. It's, it's empty right now. Um, there is a boat and it is a power boat and you do know um, Ranger Carl and uh, sorry, Ranger Carl knows that it is uh, Max, the fishing, uh, the fishing guide's boat. Mm. And he's in the, you you actually know Carl that he leaves the keys under the seat, so he's he's done this in the past. It's under the seat in a coffee can. Um, right, Carl or or me, Dewey. Carl knows this. Oh Carl, shit. Carl, Carl knows Mac. Oh no, I'm sorry, sorry. Yes, Dewey. I'm sorry, I forgot you were. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Dewey knows this. Do you know that uh, that Mac, the fishing guide, leaves leaves his keys in a coffee can under the seat, underneath mm -hmm. some crushed up papers that are for starting fires. So. You do okay. have the ability to borrow this, and, and he's told you in the past, you ever need my boat, just put it back where you found it. Yeah, so, let's, let's head out then on the boat. 
You know, here's the thing. What we should have found out, though, is we should have found out exactly when they saw these things. Oh, they told you. Sorry. Um, it was earlier this week. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, like an exact time. Um, oh. if, if it was earlier this week, then I expect to find a dead boa constrictor somewhere along the, the shore. Because it's a cold-blooded animal. It could not have survived in this water. It's just no Oh, well, there's, there's one way to find out, you know. So do you want to take the boat out? Yeah, we might as well. Let's go along the shore and see if we can see anything. Okay, we'll jump on in. I'll, I'll start her up. All right, easy enough. It starts up. And uh, you're... Uh, We're heading which, east. which way are you going? Are you let's, going like... Let's go east. Now? Yeah, we'll go east. All right. Uh, you, you, you go east as far as the next tributary that comes in from the north. And uh, so you're now beyond the point for sure where they, where they saw this thing. Okay. I'm, I'm watching the shoreline to see if I see anything floating. Yep. Mm. Make a spot hidden. Like a bloated snake. All right. Uh, that is a fail for me. Uh... I would have to spend seven points of luck. I think I'll do it anyway. One, two, six, seven. My luck is slowly running out. Yeah, I was going to say, you're running out of luck. Yeah, you're using a lot of luck. Okay. Um, uh, Dewey, you look and you see just the stuff you see all the time you're out on the boat. Um, yeah. You see like a log and you just look and you go, no, someone should push that back up on shore. And mm. Mr. Hodges says, that's not a log. And lo and behold, exactly. That's not a log. Over on the shore, the far side of the shore, there is 100% a long, looks like a dark greenish kind of mottled log, dead snake. Big dead snake. Look at there. Yep. Come on, here we go. Let's... I, I maneuver the boat over kind of closer to it so we can get a better look. It's definitely dead. It's got some chunks taken out of it. Some birds have been picking at it. Um, some Something with a mouth about that big, so could be a bear, could be anything else. It's taken some bites out of it. Um, things have been nibbling at it, and it's, it's it smells kind of bad, strong, because it's been a few days. But yes, absolutely, it could not, it, it did not survive being in the water. And the, the nights are still cold right now. Cool, too cool for it. So python or anaconda? Python. Do I have a guess? Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's a tropical python. Yep. Probably had some half-naked woman who had this thing draped on her, and she did the, yep. the snake dance for some zoo or some. Yep. Third uh, act after ten o'clock. You know, it's, it's really starting to sound like uh, maybe there's some kind of circus or something going on. And, uh, yeah. Now, while you're looking at it, um, Dewey, could you, well, the doctors or the biologist is looking at it, do another spot hidden. Just could be um, I got a pass, like literally on my, on my spot hidden, 31. You look down the way and you can see a canoe crossing the reservoir. Hey, uh, That's it. hey, look, I, I could see uh, there's a canoe down there crossing over. That could be the boys. 
Maybe. Let's go. Uh, hey, uh, Ranger Carl, this is uh, Ranger Dewey here. Uh, you guys wouldn't happen to be on uh, in a canoe up there, would you? Over. Pretty far away, aren't you? <laughs> it's it's like nineteen sixty five beatboxing. It's Carl. okay. It's okay. I I uh, I speak I speak uh, static. <laughs> Carl, why are you making those funny noises? <laughs> oh. Just screw with old Don up there. You don't even know, you know. He thinks that the radios are crap, but they're not. They work fine. Are we in the canoe? <laughs> You're in the canoe. Yeah. Yes, Carl, we're in the canoe. Let's we got a ranger Don this here's a ranger post check. We're in the canoe. Over. <laughs> Let's okay, check. We're uh, we're gonna come up the river there in the old uh in uh, Max's uh in, uh, in Max's boat. We'll be uh, right with you. We found a snake. It's dead. It's over. Dead. Yep. Uh, we actually own our way across the reservoir here. Uh, I heard someone yelling for help. So if you could uh, give that thing a little bit of a uh, throttle, it'd be great. So get on down oh, here. Yeah, get we... the hand there, Don. Over. Oh, are we, uh, we putting the capes on, are we? Over. It's why we do it. We wear the capes. Over. On our way. Be with you as soon as possible. Over. All right. Let's get there. I'll push you along. You guys, okay, so you travel down, up, back up, <laughs> up river. You get to the, where the canoe is, is landing. You get there approximately the same time. We'll just say breeze of whatever. And, um, yeah, when you land, you actually, when the engine's turned off, you can hear someone yelling for help again. Um you it's it's you up a pathway you can see that the path has been up a pathway uh up the side of the hill a bit and you go up to a level flat area in that flat area you see the, the ground is collapsed there's a hole <coughs> in the actual pathway on the side of the of the, of the uh the, the escarpment oh it's wow stone here and it's it's a hole maybe about 10 foot by three 13 foot rather uh and you, the voice is actually asking, yelling for help coming out of it. And it's a man with a Californian accent, so it doesn't sound all that odd to you. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't quite understand it. Is there, you said there's a hole? Part of the, part of the, the, there's been a trail that goes up the hill and it cuts to the left and someone's gone out onto a, like a rock face okay. on, along the trail and it, it has collapsed underneath them. It collapsed underneath them. And so now there's a, pit like a sinkhole like a pit yes okay uh it's turned into a rescue operation uh what's is that is that clem or is that mr adams let's yes yeah. yes it's mr adams ansel good enough could you get me out of here i'm okay but i can't get out uh mr uh, adams uh, uh ranger done uh do we done here um, just, uh, wondering, um, uh, do you know where Clem and Marv are? Are they with you? Are they safe? Is anyone hurt? 
they're not down here with me. They took off after that stupid cat. I haven't seen hide nor hair of them since. And I, when I was waiting for them, this stupid rock face collapsed and I'm stuck in here. Get me out, please. Are you, are you injured? I'm fine. I just can't get out. All right. Let's meet you around. We'll do everything we can to help you, but you got to remember it's going to be a little hairy. We just, we, this rescue is not going to be just black and white, you know? How far down is he? He's down about 15 feet. He just, he's, he's, he's not 20 years old. He just can't climb out. That's all there is to it. Why don't, why don't one of you guys hold on to me and I'll lean over and help pull him out. Okay. Would we have rope with us? No, that's what I'm saying. You guys hold on to me and I'll just sort of. Yeah. All right. We'll do that. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Just make a dexterity roll. Just so you don't drop Henry Hodge's head. I got a 39 out of 50. So. I got a 69 there, uh, which is. uh, That is a pass. 38 out of 50. Easy enough. He grabs your hands, you pull him out, and he says, wait, wait, wait. He reaches down, he grabs his camera on a tripod. So, of course, he's making it even more difficult to get him out. He hands that up first. All right. Puts that aside. He hands his backpack up, and he says, all my negatives are in there. Don't drop it. Positive. And he's he's got the beard, and he looks – rough and disheveled dirty and he says i just ran out of food yesterday you guys grumbling he needs water and food but he explains that clem and marv and him were heading across they got across the water and that cat was stalking them the moment they got across the water black cat this big uh, big black cat he says i've seen them before at the zoos and down south and when i was Hmm. on my travels to south america he says well i don't know where how the hell i got here some zoo must have let it free but he says, I had just finished taking photos of the strangest thing. And this cat appeared out of nowhere and started, it's like it wanted Clem. And it was just, so they, they took off after it with their rifles. And I swear it was a, well, cat and mouse game is a thing I'd put it. it. But either way, there was a lot of yelling and they went off into the woods and I haven't seen anything from them since. And it's been a full day and a half. Did you hear any gunshots going off? I did. I did. But that was a while. That was a while ago, day and a half. I've been stuck oh. here. Well, what were you uh, here? What were you taking a photo of? If you don't mind me asking. Well, more importantly, this is something you people have never seen before. Come with me. And he takes you up the hike, the trail. And he's he's tired. He needs a little bit of help because he's not twenty five. Goes up the escarpment quite a ways, and he's you, you see an area of a flat rock where he's he's cleared some rocks and he's got. A, you can see where he's had set up some equipment in the past. He puts his yeah. foot down. He's, he says, stand right here and look across the reservoir. And he points towards a fairly, like there's an overhang of rock and mm-hmm. there's trees. He says, what do you see? Here's you a standard see rock with an overhang of trees. Rock and trees, right? And yeah, he says, yeah. have you got binoculars with you or anything like that? Well, I got my uh, scope on my rifle here. Okay. Well, he says, well, someone give me their shoulder. And he puts this... One, puts the rifle on the shoulder and he says, now look in the same area and what do you see? And you what look you through. See, Everybody takes it, takes us, takes it. Well, whoever wants to take a look, take a look. You see the same thing yeah. except True. up close. And then he says, move over there. And he points to a spot where you can see that there's more clearing where he's done some work. 
You move over there, mm. but he says, but don't you move over there. You don't see anything. Same situation. Move back to where you were. And he says, now, while you're looking, while I'm, he says, look through the scope, but walk you underneath, walk slowly over. And as you look, whoever's looking through the scope, I'll say it's Dewey. You're looking yeah. through the scope. As you move, as the person the scope is resting on moves sideways, there's a bit of a shimmer. And underneath the rock overhang, for the briefest of moments, you see a house, a cottage. And hey, uh, what? Hang on. Just, can I do the same movement again? Like I go back and do the same. It, it's do a I very, it it's a very slim, slim little frame of point of space. This, there's a cottage. It disappears and it reappears, and then it disappears. So when I, when I repeat the action, it it, it yes. happens again. Yes, he hey, says, hey, explain uh, that to me. Carl, Carl, you you gotta see this here. Um, so I switch places with Carl, and I I be the the base for him to to move on. What are you seeing? There's a house out there. But it's it, an old. I it's can an only old cottage, like an old cabin of sorts decrepit falling down like moss on the roof vines growing up the sides of it but anybody who wants to look is you move to a certain point you can see it move like just a fraction of a foot farther it disappears so can we actually get to the point where we can actually just see it and we're not yes moving? yes you have to stay perfectly still well is it a is it an optical illusion? It's some kind of optical illusion. He says, I, I've seen tricks of the light done with this in like shows, movie. <laughs> he says, we, we, I was about to tell the guys to go over and we had to go over and see this for sure. And that's when that cat arrived. So we, I want to go see this. The hell with those two idiots. The worst guides I've ever had. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like an optical illusion. What do you think? What do you think, Sheldon? It looks like a house. Thinking I probably should have paid more attention in my physics classes. Because I'm not sure what I'm looking at. This is, that's weird. Hey, yeah, Carl, what, what do you... I've walked these trails for years here, and I've never, I've never come across a cabin or run-down ruins like that before, right? Yeah, I'd be interested to walk right up to them, but I, to be honest with you, I'm afraid it may not be there when we get to wherever we're seeing it here. Well, let's let's well, head let's, in that direction. I mean, we can always find Clem. Yeah, he's he's got to be someplace out here. Actually, Clem Clem is a park ranger, right? No, no, he's a guide. Uh, okay, I was going to say I could get him on the radio. The private guides, yeah, they're just guides. Now, one thing you, the rangers both you know is many years ago, before the war, there were some locations in the park where there were some very wealthy people had arranged to have some private cabins. Mm -hmm. And they make okay. it on the park service that the only, there's certain deals that were cut to have these cabins in place that they had to you know, provide a certain amount of money. They can <coughs> for certain purposes, but they've all been removed from existence if they haven't been given to the park. This is one you're not aware of, so... Along, the, I mean, the yeah. reservoir is a fairly well-traveled area, so it's very strange. How many? It, it uh, is in the woods quite a bit. It's off the it's off the shore a ways, but you can you can readily pick out where it is because of the overhang. And 
I'll just to push you along, you guys go down, you get into your boats, you go across, uh, you get to the shore generally across from where it is. And once you get to the shore, you try to replicate it and you, you do actually find there's another spot. And once you find this path, this trail that lines up with a rock that lines up with this, another rock, you can see the cabin again and you're much closer. You're like 300 meters or 300 yards away and the so, path goes straight to it. So can we try walking? Yeah. Straight to it without losing sight of it. Yep. Now that you see it, you can't unsee it. So you're able to walk to it. Okay. But it, it, it does seem to not, it's almost like when I'm watching a show on television. That's the one thing that comes to your mind is it's there, but it doesn't quite look like it's there. It's like it sort of moves a bit. It's, it's very strange, but you can, you can go like to a it. Like a mirage? It shimmers a little bit, not unlike a mirage, but it's almost like watching something on TV versus seeing it for real. Okay. And you, you all approach him. Mr. Adams is like, this is fascinating, fascinating. He says, I want some photos of this. So he's trying to set up his camera and tripod down below at the shore to take pictures of it as you're walking up to it. And he says, you proceed. I'm too old for this kind of stuff. Go check that out for me. All right. Yeah, sure. Well, if something I, happens. I've got, my, I've got my, my rifle, like, actually, like, ready to, you know. Do you want, do you want one of us to stay with you? No, no, I'm, I'm, I've been in these, right. these woods forever. I'm good. If I have any problems, I'll hop in the boat and take off. Why don't you give Mr. Adams one of the radios? Yeah, sure. Let us, let us know if you see anything, like the cat, if the cat shows up again. And also, Mr. Adams, if something happens to us, if you follow this trail here going up the hill, you will come down near Wolf Lodge. Excellent. Tell them, tell them where we are. I will for sure definitely do that. Right, so I'm turning my radio over to you there, Mr. Adams. I ask that you please use it responsibly. There's a lot of responsibility being handed to a civilian here. Uh, no offense. I hope you didn't take any. Ranger Dunn there, he's on the other end. If anything happens. What Thank you very do, much. I'm going to push this button right here on the side. I, I will. I, I thank you very much for your trust. I, I will make sure to make only good use of this. Hey, Mr. Angel Adams, this is uh, this is Ranger Dewey Dunn here, just doing a test, making sure this is coming through loud and clear. Over. You're right in push, front. Of push the button on the side here, Mr. Ed. Just push. No, you got to push and then talk. I hear you fine. You're you're right in front of me. How'd that come hey, through? For a minute. Over. Yeah, yeah, I came loud and clear. She's, she's right. working well. Yeah. Get the M fine radio. <laughs> Can uh, we get back to the mystery at hand? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you, you go up, and as you approach the, the house, the closer you get to the cottage, you see it's, it's very old, moss eaten. And it, it's, 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 you, as you, the closer you get, the more real it looks, and the door, the front door is wide open. <coughs> And you walk okay. to the front door, and I'm not I'm not taking you any further until you do what you do. But when you get close to the front door, there's air coming through the front door. It smells moist and warm and earthy. Hmm. Hmm. 
So now when we're this close to the house, you said what, literally just a few feet away? Sure. If we turn back around and look at Mr. Adams, do we see him standing there or is something blocking our view? Um, I'm assuming you're not on the front steps or in the doorway yet. Right. Mm. As when you turn around, as you approach, you can see him just fine. Okay. Is the is the building still shimmering? And if you know, like, is it still slightly? It's less as you approach. Less and less. It looks more and more substantial. Well, can I stick my hand through the door? Just my hand. Yes. You're gonna go up on the porch. You have to go up on the porch to do that. Well, let's go up on the porch and see if anybody's. Yeah. Yeah, you get up on the porch and you look back at Mr. Mr. Adams because that was your question. And um, yes, he does. He, you can still see him, but it's like you're inside a television set. This kind of funny kind of slight shimmer. And there's a hum, a very, very light hum, like the sound of like turning on a television. Okay. Like an old fashioned television Some before. Sort of machine. Most of um, so I, I don't hear this because I've got tinnitus. Oh, that's right. <laughs> from, from going to all those Kinks concerts or whatever you were at in 1965. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's walk through the door. Is it a cabin on the inside? It is a cabin. It is a one-room open cabin uh, where there is like a kitchen area and a dining room area and a si- sitting area. But everything's kind of mossy or eaten or rotten the one thing you notice immediately is the very back wall is is stones because there has been a landslide which has crushed the back of the building well, and that's where the breeze is coming from this breeze that smells yeah. earthy where is the uh the air coming from i'm trying to feel it you know feel it on the air and see where it's coming from Definitely. Angel Adams, this is Ranger Don. Do you copy? Over. Yeah. Yes, Ranger Dewey. Yes. Yes. Do you, yes, Ranger Don. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You can call me Dewey. That's fine. Yeah. We just check. We, we're in the cabin now. Um, it's a one-bedroom little cabin. It looks like there's been a bit of a landslide down the back here. Uh, yeah. The, it's kind of a little bit weird up here. So we're just making sure the radio waves are coming through. Okay. There. Over. It's it's a, it's a little staticky, but it is coming through. Yes. It's fine. Thank you. Okay, hold your position. Over. So as I approach the stone wall, is it is the air coming through like the cracks between the stones? Yes. This is a, a very large stones have come down and crushed the la- the rear, like say three or four feet of the building. So the roof and it's collapsed. And they're in between the stones. You can feel air coming through. You can smell this earthy smell. I'm wondering if there's a cave or something on the other side that... Could you do a listen, please, since you're the one closest? There must be a cave or something. Where's my listen? Ah, I got 25 out of 20. So do I want to spend more luck? Got any luck left? (laughs) I actually do. I'm going to go ahead and spend it on... Two, three, four, five. All right. All right. Um, listening, you can hear in the distance 
from somewhere inside these rocks, the, the sounds of, that you've heard before at the San Diego Zoo in the jungle area, jungle birds. I can hear the jungle. And what? now that you're in it, it smells like the reptile house at the zoo. It has mm. that, that smell. It's kind of a funky smell up there, huh? What in God's name? What, what did you say, Henry? It smells and sounds like a jungle. Huh. And I, I start walking around to see if there's a way through. You can't yourself get through, but you can see there are, if, uh, I'm assuming you have flashlights. Somebody has a flashlight. Yeah, we all have yeah. Yeah, you all have flashlights. You can see that the the rocks are large rocks. This isn't like a landslide of gravel. This right. is like chunky rocks. Big you rocks. can't fit through, but in between the rocks, you can shine through, and you can see that it continues on. And if you crane your neck and you twist and turn and you try to, you can see light coming from somewhere in the distance, and that's that's all you can really make out. But you can't fit through any of these crevices or holes or cracks, and you I can't look at the rocks. I think I need to do a sanity roll. I passed. Um, this is Ranger, some science fictiony shit going on here. Ranger Carl, could you um, do a spot hidden? Because well, where they're all crammed up to the wall and looking, and Ranger Dunn is talking on the radio, you're poking around. What I just rolled there was a ninety-seven. <laughs> you're fixated on a calendar on the wall. You go, wow, nineteen thirty-five. That's all. You That's the old calendar. That's a She's a nice looking lady. Uh, Is that Martha Ray? Oh, wait, I think she's. Guys, there's. This doesn't make any sense. I'm with you there, Henry. If, can, if I, can I, I have a poke around the cabin? Yeah, sure. Go forward. Everybody if, can. If if I say it out loud, I, I I'm gonna freak out. It's this side of the cabin is in. Yosemite and that side is standard, standard pass. Pardon me? It was a pass? Standard pass. Yeah. Standard pass. Okay, you find two things. You find a, a trap door on the floor with a ring under a rug. No, there's no rug. <laughs> it's just an old beat up with the remains of a door. It's really just a ring on a piece of wood. It's all crumbled mm. and messed up now. And you also find that there's a desk that has a, mm -hmm. a key in the desk drawer. But you yeah, can try to turn it, it won't turn. Hey, Carl, hey, they got a, uh, a key over here in this uh, this desk here. Um, but also there's a, a, Mr. Hodgers, uh, Robertson, uh, you got a trap door down here. Maybe there's a way through that way. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. You know, Henry, you'll see that it, it. This isn't science fiction. It's got to be some, like water, dripping and then being distorted by the rocks that you're hearing. If, if there was some magical portal to mm. the jungle from here, it would explain where all of the animals are coming from. That's a good point. Yeah, I love I love a good bit of science fiction. Me. Is this crushed rock, is this rock that's come down, is this the escarpment that Ansel was standing on? 
No, you're across on the other side. No, this okay. is what he was looking at from across. Okay. It's the rock overhang above the house cottage. All right. So it doesn't look like it recently fell down. Um, yes, it does. Okay. So the wood where it's hit is splintered and looks fresh. Yes, this is recent. It's recent. Very recent. Uh, let's look at the, the trap door, you say. Yep, let's look at it. Hold on, folks. Before we go poking around on a trap door, let's take a little thought if we were the animals. Now, from all my years of experience walking through the woods, I may have got a little bit connected to them. So let's let's go uh -huh. down that path there. Let yep. me guide you. Now, if I'm a forest or jungle-dwelling creature and I came through a portal and out into some chilly weather, when the time came... And the sun started getting low over the over the Sierra Mountains here, and I started getting a bit of a chill. I think I'm going to go right back to where I was warm. Mm. What I'm saying here, let me just spell it right on out. There's probably going to be a herd of crazy critters coming right through that door before too long once it starts chilling down outside. So do we want to be standing in here when that comes through? I'm going to take a vote from my camp, and I say no. Yeah, I'm in, uh, I'm in cause camp, yeah. Well, there's two. <clears throat> but we still need to figure out what the heck's going on here. Now, I'm wondering if some of these rich folks, because you know they were up here, if they didn't try to make them a, a one-way or two-way trip to somewhere nice and warm, because you know old bones, trust me. I know about old bones, but uh, they get a little creaky when the temps go down. And mm, I think mm. nothing nicer than to be able to just open your back door and step into a tropical paradise. But that's just yeah. old Carl throwing out the crazy talk, you know? Well, Carl, I the think that it's, crazy. It, it's most likely that if these animals came through some magical portal from a uh, tropical jungle into our world, that they've gotten completely lost and they're not going to be able to find their way back here. They don't know this environment at all. Well, also looks like maybe whatever's past this, maybe the portal is behind this rock fall, which has just happened. So they, they can get back. Well, let's see if we can find some answers yep. before we go. Let's, <laughs> let's see what's in the face. <laughs> Uh, do you guys hear the hum? Did you, say, the noise. did you say the key wouldn't unlock the desk as well? Uh, there's a, a, a desk. There's a lock. Um, if the desk is falling apart, you really just mm. have to rip off the door. And I'll, I'll assume you do that for time purposes. Yeah. Inside that door, there is a journal. Okay. Diary, two different things. And there are, there's a set of plans, some mm. kind of blueprints. As well, there is a, uh, a series of letters that are stamped with who's the oldest person in the game, like who's the play character, probably. I think that might be me at a whopping 45 years of age. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm 45 too. All right. Okay. Do the math. And um, yeah, you look at this and you've seen this in movies. German high command stamp at the top of these letters. And these documents, the journal, the diary, written in German. I got a pretty good idea, but I don't <laughs> know if I got a 
I don't know if I got all the pieces to put this puzzle together. I don't speak German, but I'm pretty sure Bundeswehr is <laughs> isn't supposed to show up in this country. Uh, I could speak a little French. <laughs> that helps. That helps if you want to surrender. So. <laughs> Um, well, unfortunately, <laughs> German's not a Latin language, so I don't have a clue. All right. So you, um, you unroll the plans, and all you can tell from the plans is because any of you, the, the two biologists, of course, having taken some non-biology-type courses, uh, you'll see that these are electrical plans, and there are strange writings on these plans as well that is not in any language you've seen, as well as German as standard mathematical symbols, other symbols as well. And you see a design of the house and underneath the house, there is a basement. It's easy enough to find out. And there are electrical wiring coming up from the basement to the, to, to a device in the basement that standard electronic symbols. You can read the word in German generator because it's the same as in English. And there's also something that goes out. It looks like another, a source of power is being brought in. It's, it's, it's really difficult because it's electrical drawings, but something is in the basement connected to something in the house, connected to something underground. That's all you know. Hmm. This is insane. This is science fiction. This is, this is some German plot to invade the United States from the inside. Let's go down. Let's go see. Let's go see what's down there. Uh, do you guys hear the humming? Oh, it's it's all over. You can't not hear the hum. Everyone oh, hears yeah. the hum. Yes. I've got I've I've got the key in my pocket, by the way, the one I found in the desk. Well let's okay. open up this hear it, but I feel it. <laughs> oh my um, ring. <laughs> you, you pull up the, the ring, the ring comes right off in your hand. But the floorboards easily lift up and there's a ladder going down into the ground. And yeah, there's a cross space basement and there's a doorway and the hum is louder as you approach the doorway (coughs) but you do notice there's wires coming our wires coming through a hole above the doorway and they go up into somewhere in the house where you just were okay all right Um, but you said there's a doorway down here there's a doorway yes Um, I speak to the key master and say I am the gatekeeper. Yeah. See what's the, what's behind the door? Uh, the door actually it isn't locked. I mean, the key uh, that okay. Dewey found was the key to the filing cabinet or the desk drawer. All but right. The, okay. You, you can open, open the, door. the door and look in. Inside the door, you see a generator, an old-fashioned a diesel, not a diesel generator. A, you, it, it's a generator, but there's no smell of fuel or anything like. That. There's a smell of oil. It's humming, it's glowing, it's sparking a little bit. And you see off the wire, there's something going into another tunnel that goes down into another sub-basement or sub, something down there. Wire, something is going up to this generator. Like these are not wires, this is like a, like a I guess you'd call it like a shaft. However, mm-hmm. the one thing you note is the wiring, there's all kinds of wiring going up into the house through different conduits and such and some wiring going down along with this conduit into the ground to another sub-basement. There is, and this, everybody has to make a sanity roll for this. 
there's a guy lying on the floor and he is dressed in old fashioned clothes and he is tangled up in some wiring. It's like he's, there's a ladder on the ground beside him that's fallen over. He's wrapped up in wiring and he's glowing blue. Is like he just alive? Or rotting? No, he's not rotting. He is in perfect condition, but he is phasing in and out of like the television. Right, I failed my sanity check on that. I failed. I succeeded. I, I failed. Yes. I failed it. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody who failed, how badly did you fail? Uh, I got an 82 out of 55. I got an 85 out of 65. I got a 77 out of 50. Hmm. About the same thing. I've, well. I've got a 54 out of 60. So, All right. It's our anchor. Well, let's say... Again, I'm the most sane member of the party. <laughs> for interest's sake, those of you who failed, you all took sanity loss. Um, who failed the worst? That would be Henry Hodges. Did I? I think I did. I got, I got oh, yeah. 82 out of 55. Oh, yes. Well, Dewey, you're back yeah. up the ladder. You're, you're just right back out of there, I would say. Yeah, cool. Right, Sounds good. Right 27. Well, you, you failed <laughs> by 27 Same as me. 27 point fail. Okay, and so me and, me and Ranger Carr, we're out of here. 20 yeah. point fail. Okay, you guys are, are like, what the hell? And you're like fighting over the ladder to get out. Sheldon, make an idea roll. Or not, sorry, a spot hit. Not spot hit, not idea roll. Oh, okay. Uh, that's a that's a nine on the wall. I can see everything on the wall. There is a rubber coated switch, like a power switch, right beside right beside the generator. It is. You go. That's an on off switch. That you. Okay. Is it is it obviously in like the. Uh... The contact within contact position. Yep, absolutely. All right. And there's uh, even a, a handy hole through it that would fit like a, a wooden thing, like a, a walking stick or something. Oh. If you are worried about, you know, electricity. Right, right. Uh, hey, hey, Henry. Yeah. You're you fighting a third going up the stairs, remember? You're sort of on your own. Oh, like well, I call over my shoulder. Hey, Henry. What? Nothing. Oh, uh, should I flick the switch on this madness? Uh, yeah. Do one toggle on, then the toggle off, then the toggle on and on and off and on. Yeah. <laughs> turn uh, it off. I heard, turn it off. I heard turn it off. Okay. Yeah. I'll walk up and use my incredible, amazing, <laughs> fantastic. Magical, even walking your, stick. Your walking stick of many things. Yes. You pull the power down. The generator goes, and you hear this, this something down the basement, the sub basement, whatever it is. You hear the sloshing of water stop. So your brain, your educated brain says it's probably some kind of underground river and a hydroelectric kind of situation. Yeah. The power drops off, and the guy on the floor goes and he sits up 
and panics and breathes. And he looks at you and goes, Where bist du? Where bist du? Um, Want some beef stew? Sie sind hier, oh mein, Arbeit so sehr strong. He starts uh, shuffling back towards the wall. Nein. English. English. Sein müssen sterben. Ooh, Ben's done like stabbing. He's. Uh, Here, we're upstairs. Hartig find meinem generator fern. No, no comprende, senor. He pulls from behind his back a Luger pistol and just sort of shakily starts pointing it at you. I raise my hands. You drop your walking stick first? Oh, no, I was, I'm holding on to that. Okay. Of course. So I've got my walking stick in my right hand. I'm just kind of raising it up. It's like, calm. I'm not going to hurt you. Put the gun down. He's trying to get up and he's pointing it at you all the time. He's Steven. Shoots, but he misses. All right. Uh, when he shoots, yep. I'm going to throw the stick at him <laughs> and pull out a bear spray. Easy enough. You throw the stick at him. He's off balance already. He goes, <laughs> and I'm going to bear spray him. What would you roll for that? Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's pistol-sized-ish. Sure. Sounds good. All right. That's a, that's a 13. I know it's a success. All right. He goes, ah, and he screams. And oh, that's a, that's a hard success. <laughs> oh, well, he's just woken up. You know, he hasn't eaten anything in, you know, 30 years. So he's a... I just maced a Nazi. He just maced a Nazi. He's screaming, and he's grabbing his face, and he's swearing in German, and he's dropped his pistol. Um, and... and uh, so chemical chemical mace was invented. So it would be a it would be a pretty recent invention. Yeah. So this guy's gonna have no idea. <laughs> he has no idea. Well, you know, they they did use you know chemical weapons in World War. II. Oh yeah, oh, mustard gas. Mustard gas, but not this. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's dropping to his knees, and um, the generator's now smoldering and smoking and sparking. Yeah. <clears throat> And uh, the one thing you note immediately is, oh, excuse me, I've got a cough here. Um, as he drops to the floor, the generator is, catch is now catching on fire. The house is completely like normal again. There's none of this television kind of weird stuff. He's completely normal, except he's getting really old really fast. Huh. Hey, I as need some help down here. We've, we've got a, we've got oh, we're, a, we're long gone, dude. Henry? We're upstairs doing this. Carl? <laughs> Dewey? Are you okay? I'm fine. We've got a, we've got an injured guy down here. Well, the, the as you're man? And watching, he's getting older and older and he's falling to the ground and he, before your eyes, he dies. He just, melts into a puddle of, of goo and bones yeah. and he's gone. Uh, that's a sanity chick. What? Yep. The hell? 
Now you have to do a sanity check, yes, again. That's a 93. <laughs> All right. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just. What's, what's the damage? Uh, well, does it really matter? <laughs> um, you take about a six, a five. Um, you've seen a guy melt. You've seen a shimmering house and the television people. It's, it's all over the place. But let's just, we'll, we'll, we'll say that's it. You, you guys have all run outside now, collected your thoughts. The generator bursts into flames. The building catches on fire. It burns to the ground. You've destroyed the building. And Ansel Adams got it all on film. Yeah. And did I grab the uh, the blueprints? Oh, um, I would say yes, you did, and the journal. I mean, you you, you probably pocketed the journal in the, in the yeah. diary already. Because like our next project is to build one of these things so that we can go exploring. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. And your well, that's your next project is going to be rounding up all the animals that didn't get you know shot by Clem and Marv. Ah, they'll die. They'll die. They will die eventually. Okay, so um, that's that's you guys have uh, survived. Would you like to know what you find out when you read the journals? Yeah, yeah. tell us what was going on. First, I'd like All right, to get the radio back from civilian Ansel Adams. Oh, he's, he's, he's been watching <laughs> yeah. me with excited, rapt, rapt excitement here. Um, Franz Gruber was a wealthy mechanical and electrical engineer. He flit, He was his father was a steel steel wealthy magnet steel magnet back in the 1920s and 30s when the when the nazis came to power in in uh, germany franz moved back home to his family's city or town rather berlin most likely um and he was unhappy as a student at miskatonic u where he had taken mechanical engineering electrical engineering he had dabbled in the occult he wasn't a great student though so he signed on with the SS on the behalf of, of Hitler to try to find all these occult artifacts because they really wanted to find something to help them with the war effort. He traveled the world with some of these groups and he succeeded partially. He found a book of something, something magic, something connected to the old elder gods, whatever you will. But because he was such a poor student, he misinterpreted them. What he thought he was getting was something that would help make ships, aircraft disappear but what it really was, he was providing an escape route, not to be invisible, but to no longer be present or seen. So he, he went back to the United States not knowing this. He used his father's cottage and tried to create, just replicate this, uh, this, this magic combined with modern technology. And in the end, he got tangled up in the wiring and he was trapped in this house that was perpetually in between two locations. And frankly, when the rock wall collapsed and crushed the back of the building, it, it, it reopened the portal between dimensions and did it unsealed the house that had been sort of dis vanished from uh, actual reality, allowing the animals to pass through. It only happened the last week or so. So for all this time, the house has been invisible for the most part, in between locations and safe as a portal sealed up. But this rock wall broke it apart and uh, the animals got loose. And now there's... There's a few in these right. recent looking around. Cool. Great story. Mm. Mm. So, if you, um, are you, are you going to write a sequel for this one, do you think? 
I could have probably made this into a two-parter or more. <laughs> I really crammed a lot into this, but uh, yeah. I, actually, there could be one, couldn't there? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, because me and uh, me and um, <clears throat> me and uh, John here was saying, I, I think there should definitely be a return of uh, Ranger Cup buzz check and oh, uh, Ranger please, Dewey no. done. Well, you guys didn't run without much trouble, so <laughs> you didn't go insane or anything. No, we gotta. You know, we'll be back. Sometimes the best thing you can do is just get the heck out of somewhere when you Actually, see the blue guy wrapped up in the wires, eh? Yeah. Henry, Henry, and I should have been rolling sanity every time the Rangers talked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> our, our players included John Byram, Zane Fleming, Brian Daly, and myself with Sean Little as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.